Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this overreaction, Monday, March 20th, 2023, the program starts now. Much mana! Shout out to Will Sasso and Much Mana on this Monday to all of you. I hope you had an incredible weekend. I spent a large portion of my weekend getting buried on the internet. Some warranted, some not, but there was also a lot of incredible things that happened around the sports world. There was a massive three-year deal for an offensive lineman who negotiates for himself. There was a trade that involved the America's team. There was March Madness. There were so many different rumors and conversations that have started. Today, we'll be covering it all. Today, we have Ian Rappaport joining us in about 13 minutes right. or so. And Adam Thielen, a man who just signed a three-year, $25 million deal with the Carolina Panthers, $14 million of that being guaranteed. We have assumed that $14 million is spread over the first two years, like every other contract that has been done pretty much. This particular contract cycle has been. We'll talk to him at 1.30. Thank you, Adam Thielen, for allowing me to be the news break. Thank you to some of the insiders mm-hmm, for sure. giving credit. Right. Later for me breaking the news. And congratulations to both Thielen and the Panthers getting a dog wow. on a three-year deal. Boy, Thielen. He sent me a text out of nowhere. I was getting, boom, boom, boom. You're a piece of shit. This guy's a piece pow. of shit. You've changed. Boom, right. bang, boom, boom, bang, pow. Had to have that conversation on the program earlier. Sorry we started earlier. We have guests locked in already. Needed that convo to be on the program, though, because I felt like it was something that needed to be addressed. Don't love a narrative about me that I don't believe is true and also one that I am very much focused on being the opposite because I would like others to be the same way. So I'm happy Brett stopped by for the convo this morning. He has work to do this afternoon, wasn't able to do it live. We appreciate him making it happen, us moving on, and also, like, I think bringing light to... A lot of potential things there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Situations. Good luck to everybody in that. That's Good right. luck to Brett. And shout out to, you know, Lawrence Owen. I couldn't get it right earlier. That's apologize. It was early. We had just got off a yeah, we were pickleball. pickleball as well. Mm-hmm. I think everything has kind of been taken care of, I do believe, um, yep. as of this moment and 11 o'clock timeline, which I've never seen, but I it did seem like it was a very real thing. Um, the time, Everything's been good. So, yeah. hell yeah. And I got to meet that guy who mm-hmm. covers the Colts, and I think he's done work with some of my uh, former teammates. I've never met him personally, but I'm excited to follow along with his journey oh, yeah. and everything he does for the Colts. Shout out to him. But I'm getting killed. Bang, bang, bang. DMs, tweets, and, you know, shout out to Foxy diving through the Searching my name on Twitter these days is a tough thing to do. Sorry why. And I don't have a team. You know, like I saw a lot of people after I put a, a public tweet out go like, oh, the PR team is uh, coming in places. Like, I don't, I have to read everything that's on Twitter. It is vital to doing a three-hour show about topical events. I have to know everything about everything pretty much. So I have to be on my Twitter. I try to at least. I try to read everything. I like to know the little storylines that are starting to get going. I like to hear what people think about our show. I, li- I am plugged in there. Oh, yeah. Might be getting to a point where I can't be. You know, yeah, it well, is loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to block 150 Packers people this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were saying some rude things to me, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, some rude stuff, and it's like I don't need this in my life. I got a lot of shit going on, and I look at my shit. So, and also, we give away a lot of money on oh, yeah. Twitter. So, like, fuck this person who's yeah. saying this incredibly rude. Th- I'm like not scared to block people, which did lead me to accidentally <laughs> instead of muting. So, which was the big issue of the whole thing. So, I certainly fucked up. But in the middle of just getting killed on every platform that I certainly am on, and it's some point going to have to 
go to rehab to get away from my phone whenever I get off of the social media, digital media, media space media business space, right? as a whole. Boom, 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 boom. I get a vibrate. Boom, must be a text. I go over Adam Thielen. Here we go. Wait a minute. My God, great to fucking hear from Adam Thielen. And I thought he was going to call me an asshole, a piece of shit. How come you can't <laughs> sure. help these people? Fuck the like, course. what is your problem after I already did? These people, Nonetheless, I go in there and he goes, want to break some news? That was that, since timelines are a big deal, Very and good. that was a massive part of the whole thing, you know, that just happened, and mm-hmm. I did not handle it properly. He sent me a text at, let me find it so I get it accurate. He sent me a text at 7.08 okay. Okay. p.m. Okay. okay, It's a couple hours into me getting fucking, mm-hmm. this guy's a terrible guy. I do believe Brett has deleted that tweet, I think. Yep. Nice. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate that because you were just basically telling people, hey, this guy's the fucking worst oh, yeah. human on earth who doesn't want to help anybody. But Brett and I had an incredible conversation. We've talked since that conversation earlier today. I think we're going to move along. But at 7.08, he sends me a text. Want to break news? And I'm like, I actually said to him, my man, <laughs> yeah. what's up? Because this is a brand new world. I didn't respond until 7.13. I want it because that's not my business. Right. I'm not an insider's business person, and I assume every minute counts. In this entire game. Oh, yeah. So I waited 713 to respond, what's up? Okay. And then he goes, Carolina, three years, let's go. Wow. And then I put that out like seven. Uh, 16, I 16, believe. I believe another yeah. three minutes on that thing. And it was, you know, obviously like eight minutes before Ian Rapport, but who's keeping, who's keeping track? Yeah, nobody, who's yeah. keeping score? Who's yeah. keeping track? No credit from him either or, no. or a few other people. No, he'll be joining us here in about seven minutes. We will certainly ask him about etiquette. Yeah, you know? we'll forward to that. I gave. Five minutes. Eight-minute buffer yeah. total. Plus another three minutes. I yeah. gave eight minutes there to be like, you know, hey, this is not my game. Do your work. There's people that work their fucking asses off to get mm-hmm. this type of thing. I'm very thankful that we have become friends with Thielen. We fucking love Adam Thielen. We're very happy for Adam Thielen. Oh, yeah. We're pumped for the Panthers and also the golf courses down there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're about to get a guy. A yeah. stick, stick is coming come. into town. Yeah, that's right. A stick is coming into town. So I thank him for reaching out and doing that. But also, like, hey, rap. What was he doing? Boozing, you think? Yeah, what the fuck? Of course he was. You think he was boozing? What what else is he doing? Right, like if if I had you on that one, like... You know, I'm assuming. Yeah, you're sleeping big time. Old man's days. getting a little slow. What yeah. are we doing, Rap? What are we yeah. doing, Rap? We thought he was a little pressured from Mirov too. Come so we'll talk to him and uh, we'll talk to him in five minutes. But Thielen will join us in about an hour and fifteen minutes, and maybe special guest in the uh, two o'clock hour. Ooh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You, you know, on Friday was JJ. Why join myself at Boston Connor at the Toxic Table? One half of the Hammer Dad Cowboys Tone Digs, and in yours place was not you. It yeah. was PMI Mitt. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, guess who's back? Back again. Ty is back. Tell a friend. At a baby, Ty Schmidt. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We missed you, buddy. Back. I miss being in here. Uh, we we were talking. I appreciate you checking in on me, asking me how I was doing. You know, I I haven't been sick like that in quite some time. I really haven't. And I, you know, you get when you first kind of get sick, it kind of been going around the office a little bit. You think just like, oh, whatever. This is just like kind of a stomach bug. I'll I'll be good after twenty four hours or whatever. I was down and out all weekend. Mm. I mean, like out of both ends, laying in bed, no appetite. I'm kind of starting to come out of it a little bit, but you look good. It's yeah. I, I tell you what, that is no fun. Yeah, and but it, you look good. I appreciate it. I I should because I did. I I lost probably around ten pounds or so. Nice. Shoot? Yeah. Damn. Like, legit. So, oh, and I still, I mean, I, I ate something this morning, but I'm, I'm still kind of in the, the wait and see mode. Mm-hmm. I feel much better, which is nice, but 
I tell you, whatever it was, oh boy, it had its its claws in me, and <laughs> it has finally kind of subsided a little bit. But goddamn, I hope none of you guys get it. No, I, well, I think we and missed the I hope yeah, we missed so, right. the Windows thing or whatever, closed. right? Because I did think about that a few times yeah. last week and this past weekend. I'm like, I wonder if anybody's going to catch what Ty gets, mm-hmm. you know? Because it sounds like it was some sort of viral opportunity you mm-hmm. had, and you're naturally kind of stomach fucked. So For whenever sure. you come out and say, "Hey, I don't feel good," we know. It's hey, bad. Mm-hmm. Is everything okay? Yeah. That's why I was worried about you all weekend. I'm like, you okay? And then Saturday, you're like, still got it pretty much. Sunday, late Sunday, you're like, uh, the last hour and a half or two hours has been good. I'm like, yeah. still? Holy oh, yeah. shit, dude. You were battling over there. Oh, yeah, for sure. It came in waves, too. You know, you'd feel good. For, I'd feel good for like 30, 35 minutes, and then I'd be nauseous for like two hours or so. And just, the honestly, the worst part about it and what I'm kind of still going through is just like my whole body is just like aching, which mm-hmm. sucks. So like you're kind of just on like a take ibuprofen, take Tylenol. You feel good for a little bit, and then it comes the back. The waves it, feels like COVID, right? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. And even a little bit like a But flu. COVID didn't have the – you might have had like a mix of yeah, like yeah, COVID and flu. Because remember, I got – I had the shits right. and the – And puke and like oh, – well, the, the cold. Yeah, the sinus. The stuff. cold, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Everybody else got kind of the cold, the whole thing yeah, throughout throat. like the next week and a half. Mm-hmm. I was the only one that had the the dumps, mm-hmm. the dumps or whatever. I think so. I'm fascinated by all of the different sicknesses that are out there right now. But all I know is this: happier back. Hell yeah. Good to be back, boys. Miss you guys. We miss you. Miss I got into some too. shit with your fan base. Mm-hmm. I'll tell I saw you what, it. I man. saw it. It was loud this weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking there. We we got a chance to chat with Brett Coleman uh, to start this whole show. Like we started the show thirty minutes earlier or so because we pre-recorded the conversation with him because he has to work this afternoon. I believe he's going to I don't know a couple pro days. I, I think he's okay. got I think he's got some stuff going on I'm or whatever. There. So good for him. But we had to um, we had to pre-record it. We ran it earlier. We. That whole situation needed to be covered. Had to be. Yeah. Had to be covered. Mm-hmm. This one about the Packers burying me. It's interesting. A lot of warranted yeah, stuff. A little different. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like a lot of things they were saying about me, I like I read and I was like, I mean, that's pretty valid. You know wow. what I mean? The way they went about saying their messaging was obviously a little bit artistic. Like the whole gargling of Aaron Rodgers' dick, sure. you know, that just kept continuing coming up. We've been in those waters before. We've been in those three years. Yeah, international, yeah. those waters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, that type of thing. I understand what you're saying. Like, I am overly protecting Aaron Rodgers What is what these people are saying in their own words. Mm-hmm. They were saying a lot of mean stuff to me, though. Like, a lot of mean stuff. Time will be able to tell all these answers. Exactly. Everything that I said in that interview with Rappaport, uh, in that conversation with Rappaport last week about the whole situation, that was ripped and stolen from us and put up on a Packers blogger's Twitter account, like five, six minutes of it, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just ripped it as their own video. And then the narrative around it was like, this is interesting. You know, knew exactly what, just like... Yeah, very similar. Just, 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 they knew exactly what they were doing. As soon as I saw it, I knew exactly what they were doing. But like, you know what? Cool. We're very lucky and thankful that everybody talks about our show. So you're just stealing our shit, putting it up, and then telling people to bury me mm-hmm. is certainly something that some places might. For me, I, I actually like kind of, I enjoyed the feedback that I was getting. I enjoyed what was being said, just strictly because. I talked, at one point I did say he wasn't a smart human, but it was in the middle of being a smart general manager conversation with Ian Rappaport, and I clarified that after the clip that was ripped, stolen, yes. posted, as if it was theirs, they get all the numbers for, they are a blog, right. they probably will try to monetize off of that, mm-hmm. and going forward, do their whole thing, right? So once I, afterwards I did say, 
I said he wasn't a smart human. I'm talking smart to yeah. him. I assume he's a smart human. He's a fucking general manager right. in the mm-hmm. NFL. You have to have some sort of competence to get to that. But literally everything else will be decided by time. And that's for my blog post on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, this is a results-oriented business, bro. Yeah. Like, th- everything is going to be figured out. And I might be completely wrong. But the venom that I was attacked at, people are thinking that there's no chance of me being wrong. It's like, yo, all this shit is going to get figured out here. The trade is going to oh, get yeah. figured out in the next couple of months, we assume. We hope sooner than later because I think we have pointed out numerous times here that I'm not diving back into it. The Packers, people think the Packers can just bend over the New York Jets in this negotiation. That's things that have actually been oh, said. Yeah. It's like, no, they don't. They have none. And I laid it all out. But I might be completely wrong. Maybe we'll see what the trade value is. We hope Jordan Love is a good football. I fucking hope Jordan Love's a good football player. Yeah. Jordan Love does not deserve to be in the position that he's in. This is not a fair way to start your NFL career as a first-round quarterback talent, which is what he was when the Packers traded up late mm-hmm. to make him a quarterback. Not like, his fault. I, not his fault at all. No. I hope he's good, but we will definitely see. Like We are going to find out if the team that Gunta Gunta's put together, because remember, as GM, he inherited Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? He inherited Devontae. this fucking team that was very good. We're going to see all of this stuff. You, as a shareholder of the Green Bay Packers, you weren't here. You probably would have been, you know, at least correcting me a little bit on some of the shit that I said. So I did miss you on that aspect. Mm-hmm. And it was a day where you weren't here, which is a fucking shame. I wish you would have been here to, you know, either correct me if I was wrong or say, hey, people are going to be pissed about you saying that so I could explain a little bit more. But nonetheless, I got murdered by your people, and I respect the shit out of how passionate and loyal they are to the G, basically, to the Green Bay Packers regardless, and I felt it on the shins this weekend. Well, like uh, Tone was saying before the show, I think that there are like a handful of fan bases that for whatever reason, because this kind of, like it really, I mean, before we're doing this show, you know, like you're on Twitter, but it's not to the same magnitude where you kind of get thrust into like, a, I don't want to say like a face of the fandom, but after draft night, you know, like a lot of people are either sympathizing with what I did and agree with me. And it's like, yeah, that's bullshit. They shouldn't have traded up to get Jordan Love. That was that was dumb. Or there are people who are defending the team at all costs, no matter what. And I think because the Packers have been around so long, you're going to have a lot of people who do that regardless. But I would say, and I'm I'm in this this kind of this same bucket. Like I've never, as a Packers fan, watched a bad quarterback play ever. And I think people are kind of you're in that like murky water where you're just you're just assuming Jordan Love's going to be a Hall of Famer, which we hope he could be. I hope he is. Obviously, as a Packers fan, like that would be incredible. But there's a chance that that he's not. And that he's not very good. And that's kind of the beautiful... Or, yeah, or that he's somewhere in between or, or whatever. Or the team around him. Exactly, yeah, that too. Like, and, who knows if, like, the team around him now, Guti, is completely built pretty much. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, we're going to find and, out. And that's the beautiful thing about sports is, like, this isn't, like, a subjective argument. Like, there is an answer to this. Like, the bill will come due to this, and either you're going to be right... Or Packers fans are going to be right. Like, there's no hey, like. They oh, were kinda. clever the way they they killed me, bro. I mean, they were murder. It was a slot. I woke up Saturday morning. I was trending. I'm like, bro, what, what the, the fuck happened? am I trending yeah. for? Mm-hmm. So I clip. Oh, pow, bang, pow, and I was like, God damn! Everybody seems to be. I thought we were friends. I, I thought I was. Hold on, I was a Packers fan. I, what do we? I feel like years. I feel like I provided a lot for Packers fan bases. I I sympathize with the Packers fans. I went through a lot with Packers fans, and I'm like, damn, this changes quick. And then I started reading all all the bloggers and reporters 
and everybody always going to defend the, yeah, the team and the organization. Uh-huh. No so matter they what. were kind of telling their people mm-hmm. who have these people have very loyal followings. Oh yeah, because they were all kind of getting their directive from bloggers, reporters. Yes, clearly, and then coming and cooking me in their own creative. Which I will say, fantastic. I, I've dabbled with a couple different fan bases on the internet. I've stepped into the ring, shall we say, mm-hmm. with a couple of. The Green Bay Packers fan bases were pretty ruthless. They were a mm-hmm. they were a pretty ruthless bunch, I will say. Coming from all angles the way they were doing it. But they were clearly getting their kind of messaging together is what it felt like. And it was all these bloggers and reporters and those types of people. Why do they hate what the fuck? It felt like they were they were waiting to like kind oh, yeah. of it felt like they were waiting to kill me. It's well, like, I, whoa, think whoa. A, I thought we were I think a lot of the vitriol too comes from the fact that it's like you it's hard even for me like in my mind to like accept that the Packers might not get like two first round picks for Rodgers. You know like they the Packers might not get some unbelievable package in return for arguably the best player in the history of hey, the franchise. I like, hate it too. It's pretty disrespectful to Aaron. I yeah. mean when Randy Moss was traded for like a fourth rounder, I was fucking furious. Exactly. I want to tweet about it. I'm like, a fourth rounder? To New England. We can't yeah exactly Bill Belichick. <laughs> Not even, Bill Belichick thinks yeah. Randy Moss still got it. Mm-hmm. And you just give for a fourth yeah. round I mean, I was pissed. I tweeted about it. I actually got called into a room in the Colts facility to be like, hey, don't need your opinions on <laughs> Other teams. Other teams. Oh, you should have made this happen. I was like, valid, but also, Randy fucking Moss. Mm -hmm. So, like, this has happened in the past, but I think it's just the reality of the situation whenever it comes to who has leverage. And that is all I've been trying to point out. And I think the Packers have not created any leverage for themselves at all, the way they've handled this. With what Mark Murphy said publicly, with how Guti has chosen to draft, whether it's him or not, it's like every other team knows, oh, you you drafted this guy, right? Mm -hmm. This is your quarterback. This is your first time being a GM. You have yet to see him. Like, that's all I was trying to say. People thought I was personally attacking them, like the fan base. It's like, yo, I'm not fucking attacking the fans. I'm a, I'm commenting on a situation that's very real right now. Yeah, and we also know the details of the contract. Like, this isn't as if he's on the last year of a $30 million team-friendly deal. Like, he is owed the most money in the NFL guaranteed. Like, it's, it's no – you can't just – sit on that for a season and be like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, this is Aaron fucking Rodgers, and on top of that, he's going to cost you, what, $50, $60 million if you don't play yeah, him? That's like 58.3. 58. 58. Yeah. And then next year it's 32. Exactly. And a year after that it's like 40-something. Yeah, here it is. This is how much it would cost if he just was a backup quarterback Bingo. on the team for Jordan mm-hmm. Love. They have to see Jordan Love. Like, have they have to, to see have Jordan to. Love. They do not – they have not seen him in his fifth-year options. His contract's almost completely done. And rumors were that the, he was going to ask for a trade because yeah. Yeah, he, he hadn't been able to play yet. Yep. This is a vastly different time than when Aaron sat behind Brett Favre. Quarterbacks move now. Quarterbacks are very rare. There's a different league than it was back then. Mm-hmm. So we could be very wrong. But just the reality of the situation in my eyes, which I could be very wrong. Believe me, I've been fucking wrong about a lot. I should have just muted that guy. You know what I mean? There was so <laughs> much going on. You were watching golf. Faust, there was like four people at night. Yeah. There was four people. March Madness was happening. Yeah. And if you get one bad game during these, uh-huh. the, March Madness kind of sucks. Yeah, I see you three hours later. Like, yeah, it's a, oh, uh-huh. shit. I was planning on watching this game the entire afternoon. This yeah. game sucks. Yeah, the UConn game yesterday. Right? I mean, five, five o'clock. UConn's hot. 
And they just beat the hell out of St. Mary's. It's like, well, I don't want to watch this. You what thought I might win now? it all. Yeah, Reese Davis told Darius Butler that on this particular program. Mm-hmm. Jordan Snow is a man who might know more about the whole Green Bay Packers, New York Jets trade situation. That was originally Aaron's fault because he was dragging it out, not making his decision. Then Aaron came on the program. 496 or 498,000 people watched along. Mm-hmm. As Aaron said, nope, this is the Packers and the Jets not being able to get a deal done yet. It is not my fault. And... Now we're at a place where I am getting cooked so bad that my name is trending when I wake up on a Saturday morning just trying to enjoy my day. Yep. Joining us now is a guy who's got a big brain. He's a senior insider for the NFL. He's a senior insider for the NFL Network. Mm. He's a senior insider for the NFL website. And he's a senior insider for the NFL streaming platform, NFL Plus. Host of the Insiders on all the fast networks and a weekly wrap-up with Rap Sheet and Friends, us being a friend, he being Rap Sheet, Ian Rappaport. Rap, what's up, dude? Uh, by the way, I wanted to let you know, so I don't know if we're going to talk later in the week. Sometimes we do. If we do talk, I'll be at Kentucky Pro Day on Friday. And uh-huh. if you wanted to watch Kentucky Pro Day, you want to guess where it airs? NFL Plus! Let's go. I'll see you guys there. Hell yeah. Are okay. you on the microphone at NFL Plus? I mean, I will be there. They don't let me do a lot of like analysis stuff. Smart. They let like huh. experts like Daniel right. Jeremiah, guys okay. who actually know what they're talking about. Smart. But I'll be talking about other stuff, uh, and it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I remember I was watching Combine though. You were hosting. Welcome back. Yeah, to the NFL right. Combine. My name's Ian Rappaport. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is making this drag out on and, and on, on and, and on. on. That wasn't true. Would you like to correct that? That that was not. Huh. We found out that wasn't true. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know what day that was. Saturday. That was, Saturday was not true. Yeah, then that was not. And that was one of the things was that he actually had made a decision on Friday, which I didn't know, but that's why it's so good to have access to important people is you get to learn things along the way, like the fact that it's actually the Jets and the Packers that are now, you know, negotiating and trying to figure this out. And I'm I'm trying to look at like where this goes. And you know, deadlines are always what drives these these things like there is a real possibility this rolls right up until the draft because that's the only deadline it's about 2023 draft picks and like when you actually have to use them is the deadline yeah and draft night is no stranger to massive pieces of information or trades happening not only like Aaron's remember Schefter drops that. Oh yeah. Uh, obviously, AJ Brown gets traded mm-hmm. in the middle of it. The Hollywood Brown gets traded yeah, in yep. the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like draft night. Yeah, there were a couple last year because draft compensation is the huge thing. It's like we need it right. We actually need it right now. So let's get this deal done. I'm intrigued to see who gets what in that whole thing. How do you feel about that? I got murdered this weekend because I laid out a case that I don't believe the Packers have any leverage. You were actually a part of the conversation in which I got murdered because I alluded to Gutenkunz not being smart, and I said smart human. It was a smart GM conversation, though, which I think I, I more meant. I would go on to correct myself, but in the clip that was ripped from our show, placed on somebody's Twitter, and then thrown out there for me to get fucking buried uh, for, which warranted... Absolutely warranted. I did not get a chance to say that I thought he was a smart human because obviously you would have to be some sort of competent human to be an NFL general manager. I'm just saying as a GM, he's kind of built this mess, has he not? Mark Murphy as well with what he has said publicly. I don't think they're in a position to really, you know, because they need the draft picks. They need him off of their thing. They've said we don't want him on the team. If what we don't want to happen happens is what he said. 
we would use our, Mark Murphy said that publicly into a microphone. Joe Douglas might not have heard that. Maybe. I don't know. But like, how do you see it working out? What do you, what do you think happens? And do you have any clue where they are right now? I mean, I think right now they're basically kind of going back and forth on, on what the compensation is. And I would say, first of all, Gutekunst is pretty smart, as is Joe Douglas, as are most of these GMs. The real problem Humans. Here, they're smart the humans. Time, smart humans. Yeah. Smart humans. I'm trying to figure out who has leverage, and I've thought about it a lot, and I've looked at it a lot of different ways, and I still i am not sure, and that's really part of the problem, because if we knew who has the leverage, this would be done. Like in free agency... If the player has the leverage, right, if the player's like, let's say, the last great player at his position, AJ then the prices go up, up, up until someone says, I'm out, and then the player gets all the money. If the teams have a lot of different options of like, all right, I could get these three safeties, for instance, then the player doesn't have leverage and he needs to take the best deal that he can. And that right? changes like every year. That changes every year, every right. cycle. Yeah, yeah, got it. Right. And like good agents, good GMs, they identify the leverage and they say, here's the leverage point. Here's how I can make the best deal. I cannot figure out who has more leverage. I mean, that's the problem. So like no one has to do it now. The Packers don't have to say goodbye to Aaron Rodgers. Both teams want to make sure the draft pick compensation, whether you're giving it up or whether you're requiring it, may want to make sure that's right. So like I don't see any point where they would just say, like, okay, fine, we have to do this deal until late April. I understand. I completely understand. So then you're just hoping that both sides will operate in good faith with each other and no separate. If nobody has leverage, then they're just trying to make a deal with each other that makes sense yeah. for both sides. And then, yeah. But makes sense to both sides could be viewed differently by both sides, which right. is tough in business. Yeah. That, is what, that is why deals don't get Impossible. done. And also acknowledging and recognizing your leverage, especially at a position, is why you see some guys three years into a five-year contract go, I want a new deal right now, or I'd like to get traded. And everybody's like, he's still got time left. He's like, well, you're staring down what you got a year from now, what the market's going to be versus what it is right now. Vastly different time. Everything is about leverage, which is why we've talked about it. But we'll see. Hey, we'll, yeah. we'll, we uh-huh. will see in that entire situation. It will air out in front of all of our eyes. Speaking of air out in front of all of our eyes, before the boys have some questions for you, Ian, uh, Adam Thielen, how long did you know that Thielen was going to the Carolina Panthers? I know Ooh. it had been rumored that maybe Thielen and I'm going to let you know. Hold DJ on. Chark, I believe, yep. also being rumored to the Carolina yep. Panthers. Just yesterday, News broke that Adam Thielen agreed to a three-year deal with the Carolina Panthers. How, oh, yeah. how did, Great scoop. How, how'd this story – what was that? Great scoop. Great oh, no, scoop. Hold no, on. I'm going to let you, you know. About, oh. You're talking about me? Yeah. yeah. Is this you're talking about me? But he didn't credit you, though. <laughs> you're talking no, about me? No, look. Okay. Hold on. Oh. I just want to let you know. You said how long did I know? 6.31 p.m. was when I got the initial call. Okay. Uh, I could not confirm. I was over at a friend's house checking out uh, this friend's two new bulldog puppies, oh, yeah. which are exceptionally cute. Oh, bulldog yeah. puppies. cool, oh, man. They're loud. They slobber. What? They're cute. And then, well, yeah, they're a little, yeah, they're a little gross. But anyway, whoa, and whoa. I couldn't confirm. Oh! Finally confirmed. And then I reported and was feeling pretty good about myself. Only to find my good friend Tom Pelissero go, uh, yeah, McAvee had this eight minutes ago. <laughs> Here we go. Suck it. No. Here we go. So that's, an, that's called an L. Um, yep, there it is. Sources. That's what I was real excited for about a minute. Check the time on that tweet. Can we go down to the tweet? What time is it? 7.22. Jeez. Oh, man, so late. Can we go, to, go down there? 
Seven sixteen. Oh, no. uh, six oh, minutes is like shit. what three years and in, yeah. inside yeah, of that's an eternity. In that's almost two, that's almost three hours. Yeah. yeah, basically. So I'll go through my side of it. I mentioned it earlier, but I think you deserve to hear this because you understand the insider game. Uh, I was sure. getting murdered on the internet last night for not being a good person, even though by that point I had already donated. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, valid points were being made by everybody about me being a terrible person. Seven oh eight. I get a text. Who's that? Is that another one? Are you going to miss another one? Don't miss another one. You were boozing. You were boozing with bulldogs yesterday. Missed one. Don't be. Do you want to miss? Do you need that right there? No, no, we're good. We're good. Seven oh eight. I get a text from Adam Thielen. Want to break news? I was so happy. That was the first <laughs> positive thing I'd seen my phone say to me in so long. Literally hours and hours yesterday. I waited though. Five minutes. Jeez. I I consciously thought for the next time we talk. I'm given five minutes for this because I am not an insider, okay? I am not a newsbreaker. I know you all work very hard. I know you all have to drink an immense amount of yeah. booze yep. with a lot of people what? and talk to a lot of people and be checked out for me. I understand. So I waited five minutes, Ian, didn't I? I waited five minutes, and I said, what's up? And then, bang, Carolina, three-year deal. Locked, signed, sealed, delivered. I said, all right, well, fuck it. So I go to the internet one more time, Twitter, check your thing. No, this wow. fucking guy. All right. All right. Huh. I mean, I got the years. I got, because remember. So long. Deal. And then also yeah. the year thing. Those are two different breaks. Uh-huh. Right. 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 I got dude, team, length. Pack. Yeah, length. I, not, I didn't have the money, but I had pretty Plus much. Plus a picture. You had a picture. That's a big deal now. Well, that was a gift there, but I did add a picture to oh. the Instagram one, Clown. and he looked so cool. I made sure the C was on the chest there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sure everybody knows what the fuck's coming to town. Stud. Got a captain coming to town. Mm-hmm. Okay, this ain't, no, this ain't no fuckery. You know what I mean? But this gift, perfect one celebration, <laughs> Adam Thielen, mm-hmm. in Europe. How you doing soccer time? So I put this tweet out. And then I immediately, you know, my Twitter turns quickly, which was very nice. I, you got a very active Twitter account, I would assume, with fucking what I experienced. And then we all start seeing Shefty and yep. Ian. All these guys. Uh-huh. Everybody Schultze. Schultze even at the beginning. Yep. It's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. So what happens? You all get a text at the same time, you think, from your different sources that know the answer. I just so happen to get the text from the actual person who had to send the agreement to somebody. And then that person either tells everybody or the next step tells everybody. What is the, why do you think it happened the way it did? And I just fucking smoked you. Oh, Cook your ass. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it was, look, it was. Suck it. It was not pretty. This was like one of those where, you know, you're on the dribble and then I fall down and then they're like, you got to leave the court. That's kind of what's. Oh! Which, that happened. One of those. Yeah, yeah. Respect. It can be a tough business. Um, the scoop, you know, scoop town could be a tough business. So this know. one, I just they were closing in on a deal. I'm talking to the different people. I could not get that the deal was definitely happening because apparently there was another team involved. I don't know who it was. One thirty. Adam Thielen will be joining Ooh. us in 53 minutes from right now. Oh, he could. Your source is. Um, source is. Right. So I, oh, I just didn't. Nice. I just didn't have it. And so finally, when I got like, all right, you, it's true. I was like real excited, and that, and actually the deal, which you can talk to him about today. The deal is legit. Have you seen it? Three years, 24 or 25 million, 14 guaranteed yeah, probably over the first two years? No, it's, I think it's, unless I'm wrong, it's 18 guaranteed over the first two years. Whoa. It's baby Thielen. Whoa. Legit. It's a really good deal. Rookie quarterback coming yeah. in. Uh, yep. You know what I mean? Rookie quarterback yeah. coming in. Probably out from a couple contracts that maybe they traded this particular season mm-hmm. as well. Potentially, right? 
Yeah, I mean they I mean they they did some other work like Shaq Thompson agreed to a restructure oh, yeah. deal. Like they basically they are paying because you're not gonna have to pay a rookie quarterback a lot. Like this is the time to spend. I think the Panthers are in that window and clearly have recognized it and are spending on weapons. I mean it's been we'll see if DJ Chark ends up happening, but um there's been a lot of weapons added this free agency. Frank Reich, Josh McCown, mm-hmm. Andy Dalton, yep. all around that quarterback, whoever's coming in at one. They've said that they like the entire group up top. I don't know why you got to go to one then, but. I mean, I think the thinking is, so that's like what, what Fitter had said today. I think it was today. Yeah. Um, was that he had conviction on several at the top. So let's just assume for the sake of argument that they have conviction on two or three, Right. Well, then basically the way they see it is they control the draft. They can just take the guy they want at one, or if they literally have two quarterbacks exactly the same, exactly the same, they have no preference, they say, all right, well, cool, maybe we can go to two. Maybe the Texans, like they they control it, and I think that is what they like about it. Worst case scenario, they take the best guy in the draft at number one. But maybe they go to number two, take a guy they like just as much, and the Texans trade up. Like, so there's... There's varying different options. Having control of the situation is something they like. Yeah, there's more you can do, I guess, once you get up there, as opposed to trying to get up there. Oh. What's that, pal? I'm seeing your re- – no, you you guys just retweeted your Randy Moss tweet. Yeah, I literally just, re- yeah, I just retweeted it here while you were talking. <laughs> Randy Moss for a third-round draft choice. I'm not a mathematist nor a scientist, but that doesn't add up. Nope. <laughs> As you will see, I did not delete said tweet, though, mm-hmm. either, which no. would go on to be a problem <laughs> with my, you know what I mean? That would that would go on to be a little bit of an issue. So we were wrong about a fourth rounder. Nonetheless, I found it about a third rounder yeah. as well. Okay. So What's the difference? Uh, Connor has a question for you. Ian, I appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, Rap, she kind of a weird little offseason for Laramie Tunsil. He was supposed to be traded for a couple weeks, and now he's re-signed a massive deal to be the highest paid tackle. How did that come about, and is there a chance he still gets traded? And for other guys that are on the block, D-Hop, you know, dudes like that, are they definitely getting traded, or do you see this possibly happening to more guys? Uh, well, first of all, I mean, best case scenario is you reach a massive market-setting extension with your team. And I, I saw the Laramie Tunsil rumors, and I would imagine – I mean, what generally happens is when there are rumors on the internet, teams go, hey, uh, I saw this guy's available. Is it possible that one of the best left tackles in the game is available? And I don't get the sense the Texans engaged on any trade talk at all because their goal was this is the guy. Like, this is the guy. You know, there's, there's not a lot of these guys – I mean, Trent Williams, there's Laramie Tunsil. Um, you know, we'll see if Darrison in Minnesota possible couldn't end up as one of the – there's not a lot of these guys. So I think if you're the Texans, you're going to take a quarterback almost certainly at number two. Having a stud left tackle to protect him the entire time makes a lot of sense. Um, they wanted to do a deal. It was a really large one, three years, 75, with $50 Hell million yeah. dollars fully guaranteed. Hell yeah, great reporting too out of the rap. You got that one. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was it was dicey. I was pulling into breakfast with uh, with my son Max, and uh, there was no Wi Fi outside the breakfast. Oh, place. it was this place. had to hit it a couple times. It ended up going through. Hey, how about the? Are you sure you want to send or undo now? And then uh-huh. the upload across the bottom always goes quick, ninety five percent. You know, and then uh, I, and I then took yes, away the upload. I took away the upload button. Uh-huh. So now it just fires immediately. I can do that. My buddy Nick Underhill, who's a reporter for the Saints, I was sure. complaining at the combine. He's like, uh, you know, you can change that, right? And I was like, 
Oh yeah, totally. He's like, let me just do that for you. So yeah, have Underhill. someone do it for you. Okay, like, so I'll figure it out. Yeah, is have somebody do it for you. I'm not like yeah. completely useless. You know what I mean? I can yeah. figure it out. Underhill is a dog. Yeah. Shout out to Underhill saying, I ain't got time. No. Don't Correct. be fucking second guessing me, all right? That's no. what I did the first time I read through the motherfucking mm-hmm. thing. I almost think that too. I put a tweet out and then I got fucking send it again. I got to go boom and then pow. I like that they're adding an extra layer, but I feel like I potentially came up through a generation where I watched people like really really fuck up not think it through sure. yeah like what's so one of your friends he tweeted something one time when he thought it was supposed to be a dm bingo so like i feel like we have all been conditioned like hey read through this thing i do like that there's an edit for 30 minutes mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. i can change you know the way words are spelled yeah i like that can you change the entire thing i haven't even tried or is it yeah is it spe- i thought it was specific because if you say something like all of america <laughs> And then a bunch of people retweet it, and then you go in there. Boom. I hate hate America. Yeah, or or I love ISIS. Five thousand retweets. All those sure. people already retweeted mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. on their thing. That would be, you know, yeah, that's, that's kind of problem. Funny. That would be a thing. I don't know if they thought about that or not. I think it's like five characters you can change. I think I thought that's what the rollout was. Okay. Anyways, great work on getting that deal. And speaking of deal, I don't know if you addressed it there at the beginning. I was reading an update about something going on. On the internet in the NFL world, another rumor just got sent in the group text by our guy Gumpy. Shout out. Um, Saint Omni. Did you talk about him? Have you broke down who this is? Who Saint Omni is this mysterious figure in my yeah. eyes yep. who is just like, hey, you want the greatest deal of all time? Fucking get Saint Omni in there. Yeah. Try to Google him. I have no idea what he looks like. Couldn't find him. Ghost. All I would see is the fact that he's done incredible deals has worked a lot of business, and he is not a certified agent by the NFLPA, and the NFL has been told they're not allowed to do business with him. So I'm immediately intrigued by this human being as a whole. Who is St. Omni? Obviously, you've had contact with him. And is he legit not allowed to be an agent, or what is the deal with St. Omni? Because it sounds like that's a great fucking deal. If he and Laramie Tunzel were able to – I would assume he's just – Laramie's thinking – Conversating, I assume it's a council situation. Laramie Tunzel represents himself. He always has. Laramie Tunzel has a big fucking brain. I respect it. But this St. Omni guy, not only for him, for Roquan, for others, is apparently a weapon. A weapon. Who is he? Who is he? And why is he not a certified agent? Why can't more people just openly work with him as you kind of lose some service? Uh, yeah, why do I? I don't understand. I'm literally sitting. St. Omni. Yeah, you look like right. shit. Sitting in my. Mm-hmm. You know what? Would be a good time just to go completely uh, completely blank. I'll see you later. Now yeah. it's all blurry. I don't understand what, that, what that's about. Anyway, um, he is an advisor. Um, he advises guys. Uh, sometimes players do not have agents. Sometimes he advises players who do have agents. But uh, essentially an advisor. The player has the communication with the team, and he, uh, he helps them out. Okay, so, so why is the NFL not just say, like, yeah, if a guy can negotiate a few hundred million dollars in deals that are sh- shaped better than most deals, we'll give him an honorary pass. Yeah. Hey, if you want to work with St. Omni, go ahead and do your thing. Why is it always talked about? It seemed like, I just learned of him, I just did some quick searching. Seems like there's numerous people that have said the NFL does not allow teams to negotiate with St. Omni. What's that mean? Is that a real thing? I mean, unless you are a certified agent, you're not allowed to negotiate directly with teams. Because, And obviously, with agents, who most players have them. A lot of media people, I have an agent. I have a great agent. Shout Hell out to yeah. Jerry Silbowitz. Yeah. Um, shout out. Shout out. Shout out. And boy, Jerry. Shout out, Jerry. Doing good business. Yep. They, uh, 
you're there's a lot more that goes into being an agent than just negotiating a contract. Obviously, that's a big part of it, but there's a lot more. Really? You are not allowed to. Yeah. Uh, not everyone needs an agent. Like, no, 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 no. But I, when I was in the NFL, I had a couple agents that I worked with. I'm wondering what you're saying. If not just negotiating is what they do. I'm excited to hear this. Well, I mean, it's 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 finding them the right spot. It's negotiating everyday life. It's managing emotions and expectations mm. and talking to coaches and talking to GMs. And if it's time to get you traded, then we've seen a couple pretty good agents get some guys moved to some pretty good places. Gotcha. Um, so I, I think there's there's just a lot. But I think the main thing 90% is, of the NFL will not get traded or request a trade because they can't because they would just get fucking cut. Mm-hmm. Just for future reference, I mean, that would be a time-consuming thing, the trade thing. But I mean, let's not like. I don't know what I, I. I'm not. I wasn't high enough in the thing when I was in the league, so maybe that's why I didn't get the mm. the whole. The only thing that a punter is getting from an agent is, uh, hey, negotiate a deal here. That is yeah. literally. That is literally it. I don't know? think that's. I don't think that's true. I mean, I lived it. Just- I mean, I was at my actual life. I've literally fired four of them. I think in a in a whole thing. I'm like, hey, need help off the field here, like. I, I'm kind of doing my thing, would need help. And they're always like very cool and very nice, but never did a thing, hmm. I don't think, for me personally. Now, yeah. top end guys, where that 3% that you're allowed to get from the deal is a lot higher. I assume they are rolling out the red card, working their <laughs> yeah. asses off. And I'm not saying St. Omni is representing anybody but those people, but I think like the NFL and the NFLPA should be like, you know what, sir? Is Saint, sorry, male? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I assumed he had no gender. Yes. Saint well, had no gender. I had no idea. I know it, I'm not even diving into that, but Saint could be a female yep. name. I will stay out of that one. And I felt almost like sexist <laughs> as I was like, this guy, this guy, this guy. There's a lot of people on the internet who didn't think they existed at all. That's what I mean. He's just like a... A, a fugue's yeah, name. Like a piece yeah. of wind that just flies This around. is amazing. So there's like this... Kaiser Soze? Uh, yes, I don't sure. know who that is. Maybe it, I'll explain my uh, example. You tell me if it is the same as the person you said. So there's this business, you know, technique where when you're the top person or whatever, you do your negotiation, and then you say, "I got to ask Mr. Kim." Was the story the first time I heard this particular story? I got to go ask Mr. Kim, see if he's cool with it. Sounds good. We might make some tweaks. Mr. Kim was not an actual. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Kim did not exist. Mr. Kim was just the bad cop whenever you were in the middle of negotiating yeah. with somebody first. Mr. King, uh, Mr. Kim is the strategy I should have used a lot more in all of my negotiations pretty much that I've been through over the last two years. Is that what you're talking about? Like, it's just a fugue's person of leverage who is the bad cop? Like, I'll ask Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim knows everything about this business, happens to be in his family lineage. He's been in here 20, 30 years. We will talk to him, and then uh, we'll be able to get back to you or whatever. Is that what people are saying St. Omni is? Wow. That is legendary. If Laramie Tunzo's like, I'm going to see what my guy... St. Omni has to say. Saints thinking. And, you know, yeah, so we were thinking, I don't know how I could accept that deal and be considered a good businessman. You know, like I can't, this would be me selling myself so short with who I am, what the market is. I deserve this. That's what Saints' thoughts were. My thoughts were, I want to get a deal done. Yeah, thought it was good. Uh-huh. I want to get a deal done, you know, so. You see what you're saying. Yeah, like, is that what St. Omni is? Is that what people were saying? 
Uh, I don't read the internet comments, um, but I just know that, makes sense. that he does he does exist. He is a person. Yeah, sure. Um, and Have he advises him? players. And it's just a burner. Sometimes it's, yeah, could be. Like you, Laramie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Saint's Saint. working for you now. <laughs> Text me, Saint. Saint. That's amazing. You've met Saint Omni. I haven't met this person. Yes. Bullshit. In, in person. In person. Whoa. Ah! Yeah, but see, they could hire someone. They could hire an actor. Hey, you're saying Omni today? Is it? A, yeah, bingo. Could absolutely could. Actual do that. name or an alias? Huh. Got to be an alias. I will have no further comments. Yes! Hey, something's going on. Yes, dude! Hey, St. Omni, whether you're a real human or not, we want to let you know you're an absolute dog. dog. And we appreciate everything you've been up to. Wow. I tip to that. Bro, that is awesome. Yeah. Whoever came up with that idea of make this imaginary person uh-huh. St. Omni. They probably, I'm being serious, they probably heard that Mr. Kim story. Yeah. It's like, all right. What's a cool name? This will be our agency, actually. Yeah. It, is, it is a great name, and that is a yeah. fact. Yeah, Incredible. They made yeah. it up. Saint? Like a patron saint? Yeah. Oh, my God, They're dude. They're staying at the Omni down in New Orleans. Yeah, yep. Omni's cool, too. Yeah, they probably, that's probably when they first mm-hmm. having a couple of drinks. What? You know, fucking. We need an agent, but that's not a real agent that doesn't take our money. Oh, my God. Are we on to something here? I have no further comments. Saint Omni's a G, dude. Yeah. yeah. If he's real, he's you know stopping terrible. Ty, uh, you got to go. Actually, we wasted a lot of time with this. I assume we'll talk to you <laughs> later in the week. We'll talk to you whenever you're in Kentucky. We appreciate the hell out of you. Please tell Saint Omni the next time you chat. Uh-huh. We love everything he's about. Mm-hmm. We're on to him. No, not whoa, whoa, whoa. not on. Uh, on if he's a real deal, in his corner. If he's a real deal, he's yeah. a dog, dude. This guy is an absolute dog. If he's a fake person, I, we fucking love him even I will more. Pass even along, cooler. I will pass along the message to this person. All right, sweet. What a dog, dude. Just like you. Ladies and gentlemen, you'll see him on NFL Network in eight minutes. Ian Rappaport. Yeah, What's the deal there? It's a fake person. Shit eating grin. He might be St. Omni. That is so awesome. Ooh. Yeah, I could see St. Omni being like a 12-year-old kid, too. Dude, that's so awesome. Google him. Never heard, ne- no pictures. Nothing. Nope. No. No chance. He's a financial advisor. Okay. What's that mean? This guy's in the middle of dealing with the NFL. The NFL does business the way the NFL does business. That's why I had to have so many. You know, I wanted to have an agent, you know, that I stuck with. Yeah. Hunter, low, low, low. I'm getting two and a half percent because I made him not take three percent because I wanted to feel like I did a deal. So it was like two percent or two and a half percent. And like, we're getting two percent of fucking. This guy's making two million dollars a year. Yeah. We can get 3% of a guy making $45 million yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are we going to spend time with? I'm like, makes sense. I understand. Got to go try to find somebody else that isn't, though. And then that's when I basically said, fuck it. I'm going to do this myself. Had a TV agent. Appreciated the hell out of them. Just like he said, cool people. Yeah, yeah. Try and do everything. Incredibly cool people. We are a tough thing to sell. I am a tough thing to sell. We, as a show, tough sell. Middle of Indiana, swear. Yeah. Punter is the host of the show. Hard that's to the notable person. <laughs> Okay, that's a tough sell. So I said, fuck it, I'm tired of hearing people just bury me all the time. I'll just represent myself and make their lives probably much easier. And for us, we'll learn and hopefully be able to talk to people. It has failed a few times. It has failed a few times. But it's nice to be in there and learn this stuff. And I think it's a very complicated situation. I've made bad deals. I've made very good deals. Deal making is tough. Like it is a, it is not an easy thing to do, especially if you want to have success together. Because on the other end of the deal, you have to be able to get along and like want to work with each other. You know, like I want you, you want me. It's almost like presidential elections when they got those primaries 
and everybody's murdering each other. Mm -hmm. And then immediately it's like, yep, I love you. Right now, VP. Like, that's what negotiations, people talk about like business, that's just business. Like, there's some harsh shit said. You can watch it on Pawn Stars and just act as if a human is the piece, the fucking musket from whatever year it was, whenever they're talking about this thing's going to have to sit on the couch, uh, this thing's going to be on the shelf, it's dinged up. It's not as good as this other one that I have. Like, negotiation is like a pretty, well, fuck you. Like, there's a lot of that, and you have to be able to be on the other side in the same situation. So the fact that they created potentially a bad cop that they could just say Omni, and then literally at the end, I told Saint that it's my decision. Saint knows that. Mm-hmm. I want to get a deal done. Mm-hmm. Can you just give me a little? Just meet us halfway here. Because then you're baby-faced. Yeah. Then you're still... Listen, Saint's being ridiculous about this. I want to get this done with, okay? This is like TJ Watt kicked his agent out of the way. Bingo. Got the deal done, yeah. remember? Mm-hmm. Well, that was true. Of course. Yeah. Kick down the door. Is it possible to get him on and just do a voice changer and like the black screen? Yeah, and then every... They, the, uh, like it's a... Yeah. Super serious murder or something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm not so NFL sure. NFL teams aren't allowed to talk to him anyway. So, can we not grant that guy a certification? Hey, if Saint Omni wants to fucking do a deal, he's allowed to. Why? Because he has a hundred some million dollars on his record with a better deal than 95 percent of the people that are certified. Can we not give him an honorary doctorate of being a fucking agent? We should. Can we not? That's how business goes. Like, you know what? Yeah, we're actually giving this guy. He just negotiated Laramie Tunsil's biggest like. The two biggest deals whenever Laramie Tunzel was up went to Laramie Tunzel with more guaranteed money than fucking everybody else in that position at the time frame. Always seems to win yeah, when always. he's negotiating. Which is why the NFL wouldn't want him around. Bingo. Maybe it's Bull Getta. But you're think- not allowed to re- be repped by anybody. So here's another thing. I don't know if they've changed it. I bitched about it because I thought it was bad business. In my words, it meant nothing. So I don't think it changed. It might have changed. There was a rule where... Agents weren't allowed to recruit other agents' players. Like, the NFLPA banned it. Oh, okay. No poaching? No poaching, yeah. So I wasn't even allowed to talk to another agent to see if they could potentially offer me something, like, better than what's going on or business that they have going on to maybe represent me when nothing's happening. So I was forced to fire agent that I thought was, you know, okay, good guy, probably a great agent for a lot of people, to even look, potentially, for another it's a weird... It's kind of ass Yeah, it screws you. It screws the players. It hurts good agents, yeah. but it helps bad agents. So, like, I don't know how any of that is good for the player. You know, like, the player, that's not good for it all. It's like, well, a bad agent could just offer up a money amount and, you know, sway somebody and it's not a good agent. It's like, well, agency is about money. Like, that is we're business relationship. So, if another agent is bringing money to the table, like... Gonna go with that. Yeah, That's what the business you. is, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know why they ever did it, but Saint Omni not being certified or able to do any of the shit that other agents are able to do that are certified who have made much worse deals than Saint Omni has, I don't. I don't fully understand that unless it's a fake human that can't get certified. Yeah, if it's a fake human, then that's one thing. Uh, on the other hand, Saint Omni, you know, if you do hear this, get to Lamar Jackson immediately. Saint, yes, this sounds. Saint hears everything. Saint will be here today if I'm. Pretty sure. Might already be here. Might Saints. Saints Jesus. Might be a ghost. Saint Jesus is see-through, right? I've heard. Mm-hmm. Really? Is that right? A spirit. Yep. No, he's We're in his house. Mm-hmm. He built the place. He did. Appreciate you, Jesus. Did a heck of a job, honestly. Gorgeous. This is God's house right here. His it weekend's is. coming up soon, right? Easter, right? We're in the middle of it. 
Yeah, we're in the middle oh, yeah. of Lent right now. Two weeks. How are people doing? doing? Good? Everybody doing good? Yeah, yeah. crushing yeah. up, but yeah. I have not, I've not done this one. This is not something I've uh, committed to ever in my life, but I'm very impressed by the people that do. Mm-hmm. Haven't had a drop of chocolate since Ash Wednesday. Okay, so it's the Catholics, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I, impressive stuff. Oh, yeah. I'll do the fish fries and everything like that. Oh, okay. yeah. The sure. Fish fries at Boys Park were fucking Delicious. phenomenal. No, it'll be on Fridays. Great hangout, too. Now, you do some history on why those. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I'm not doing it. Go ahead, do it. I'm not doing it. Do it. Great business people. It was all big fish racket. Oh, yeah. I hate big fish. Allegedly. 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 Please. Yeah, they get fishy. Well, they did, and then McDonald's got into it, and you could start doing the two for six yeah. Paleo fish oh. on Fridays. Dude, <laughs> you should have seen how bummed I was. I used to love these fish fries. Like, fucking love them. Great hangout. There's music playing normally. Oh, Ooh. There's people from other schools there. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, it was a great time. Then somebody someday had to ruin it all. Yep. You know why we're doing this? Because uh, the fish industry weren't selling enough fish. They thought they were going to go under. So they just kind of manipulated this into some half to eat it on Friday. And then, boom, fish business is saved. I'm like, why'd you do that? Yeah, holy shit. Okay. I'm having a fucking blast here. Yeah, right. Now I got to worry about the ethics and morals and what, who lied to who, who got crazy. sandbagged. You ain't got to worry about any of that. Okay, thank you. Just enjoy the fish. I did. It was great. Boy, it's a great fish. It was a great Friday. Yeah. And to be honest, it's a pretty cool thing that happens. The discipline for 40 days and 40 nights that I can never accomplish, but a shout out to the Catholics that can. Yeah. Did uh, you do it? No, 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 no. I mean, in like grade school, like you, you kind of had to. You went to Catholic school. Right, exactly. So like, I mean, I guess you don't really have to, but- you know, like, uh, you're definitely not eating meat on Fridays for, like, school lunch and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, like, that gets a little trying during the school year. It's like, Jesus Christ, you know, we got a basketball whoa, whoa, whoa. game tonight. I'd like, no, like, yeah, the way you praise you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a basketball it, game tonight. pork chop shapes in here. It is crazy how they flaunt it. Those volunteer fire departments can fry some fucking Bro, up. so good. They were so good. I remember those being great Shout times. Rental, rent made some great It's time. crazy how they flaunt it, though. Their sign is a fish. St. John's, I think, had one. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I don't doubt it. It was good. Mm-hmm. Knights of Columbus are near you guys? No, I don't had think it. we it, had any of those. No. Sons of Italy? They get it done. Hell, yeah. That's not a thing. I s- swear to God. Wow, Tone. Jeez. Obviously. Whoa. <laughs> it's interesting that you think... We're Paisanos of Italy. Yeah, you don't need... <laughs> We're not sons. <laughs> That's We're Paisanos. Dude, Fair. how about Gene's territory? That tweet he put out last week, I don't know if we talked about it on this show. We didn't. That was hey, top tier. Hey, Gene, I fucking love you, buddy. Love, love you, Gene. I love Gene's territory. He's crushing it all weekend. Crushing yeah, it, it. Yeah. He's so good. How about him saying they also probably saw that this was going to be a wide-open bucket, so they had to go with the flagrant one there just for the sake of basketball. He pretty much said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Gene. He's great. Keep speaking going. from the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he is the representation of the game. Like, well, you see there's a little tug early. They've been playing like that all game, so is this out of ordinary? You know, like, breaking down the whole fucking game while letting you know why a call has been made or not. Like, dad was a ref. Yep. Mm-hmm. Brother yeah, was a ref. Yep. He, like, loves officiating. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, respects the games so much that he's talking about. Put so much effort. I fucking love Gene Serato. He came to our training camp. When I was young, I think Ooh. that's when I met him. I think because they send the refs to go to each training camp for a team meeting where they're breaking down the points of emphasis. Now the points of clarification, points of emphasis, though, still things, new name. Mm-hmm. Still makes sense. So they would come, they would come around and kind of break them all down. And we got Gene one year, as opposed to there was somebody else. Gene was fucking awesome. Like that room is a tough room. 
especially at training camp, you got really tired people and you got humans from literally every single background on earth <laughs> in one room trying for a certain amount of jobs. So the amount of stresses that are there, the amount of t- everybody's tired as fuck. Except for me, I was okay. I, <laughs> I managed to be all right. Try to bring my juice to everybody. Vinatieri, same way. We tried our best. Keep it. We knew everybody else was living a much miserable life, more miserable life than us. We tried to do our thing. Gene Steratore worked that room. Like just, all right, guys, you know, like just <laughs> walking around. Doing a full crush it. And then the next day of practice, they stuck around. We'll be here all day tomorrow. You want to ask any of us questions? We'd love to, you know. So the next day, I think I started talking shit to Gene. I think I started talking to him about how good. I'm like, Gene, just come in and fucking crush it, huh, Paisan? Western Pennsylvania guy. He goes, Patty, literally the first thing <laughs> yeah. he said to me. So from that point forward, every game, I talked to him that he was calling before the game, halftime, basically every time I punted a ball. So, like, I've always had massive amounts of respect because he knew how to operate, mm-hmm. dude. You know, like explain situations I think clearly mm-hmm. had confidence when he was on a solo shot in front of 43 million people or 143 million people ISO right the refs just you in your costume speaking with maybe a broken microphone mm-hmm. a lot of times you are representing the entire game the sport the league everything when you're speaking on this one shot so I think like having moxie and confidence is an integral part of being a ref because there's some refs you see that are scared to death to make the announcement that they're about to make Oh yeah, because they think they're getting it right. Mm-hmm. They're not 100% sure. Gene knew he was getting it right, and if he didn't get it right, he was going to pretty much let you know why he felt the way he felt, and then he was moving on quickly. Hockey league is the same fucking way. All the refs that we like have incredible an incredible ability to communicate and also be like likable, which is a tough thing to do in the refing uh, profession. And he did it in two fucking sports. Yeah, exactly. College basketball and the, the fucking NFL, bro. Well, and that's what we, I mean, like, and he said it too. He's like, you know, some of these guys, you can tell, like, you know, the moment gets to him. Moment's too big. That was never the case with Gene. He he thrived when the moment got the biggest. And that's what I was, even watching those games this weekend, I was like, you know what? God damn it. I wish, I wish Gene was oh. at some of these sites calling these games. Like Legit, we, need, we need him on the b-ball court still. I love the one ref said, this won't be as good as Gene's territory, yeah. but yeah. I got this. It's <laughs> like, I like that he's getting respect from them, too. Mm-hmm. He put out a tweet about us having Aaron on mm-hmm. in a tank top and a gold chain, mm-hmm. and he said, true Paisan at the end. And I'm like, Gene, we appreciate you, bro. Yeah, thank you. Love you, Gene. We need to do more with Gene. Yeah, that'd be awesome. He's a legend. Yeah. Speaking of legends, Adam Thielen's joining us in 25 minutes. Here we, Here we go, go, Adam. There's 54,000. What are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, what are you guys doing? We're about to take a break. We have to take a break. And call in on the Five Energy phone line, 1 833 432 3663. Also, 1 833 4 D A D O M E, which we are live in the Thunderdome. We can't thank you enough for joining us on this glorious Monday. I had a weekend where I was taking shrapnel, mm-hmm. a lot of it on the Twitter. I was in there. I deserve some of it. Well, some of it, I don't think so, but time will tell on everything. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we made a couple of new friends, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Made, made a couple of new friends, learned about some people's existence. Love making new friends. Got a little tough too. You know, got, got a chance to really sit in there and fucking handle mm-hmm. some shit again. Yep. It's good to get that. Every Hardens once you. Time. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. I got 27 death threats after my junior year of college, after I missed two very short field goals in the first quarter of a game that we lost. If we would have won. It would have put us 
into the national championship. We lost by four after Pitt took a safety late. So I got some blame from some people for that, rightfully so. I agreed with them. I felt terrible about myself. But it was at that moment whenever I heard a bunch of people who didn't know who I was say something very terrible about me and my family that I realized that maybe you're going to have to be a little bit tougher. But I also realized, got to hear this type of stuff sometime. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Got to hear this type of stuff. Good. Builds you up. You know, it makes you your perspective on life change a little bit. Like last night I was laying down after just getting slaughtered all weekend on the internet. Rightfully so. Some of it. Not all of it. I would never say that. (laughs) But I looked over at my wife. She was beautifully pregnant and beautiful at the same time. My dog Valerie was laying in between my legs. Fat Chuck was over there, a corgi. It's the largest in mm-hmm. literally maybe the world, yeah, largest corgi on earth. For sure. Chuck, I don't know what the fuck they fed this thing whenever he was small, but he was the last one sold out of his mm-hmm. group. He was around for a long time, nine months this dude wouldn't sell. Everybody else sold. Every corgi's like, bye, bye, bye. This guy doesn't get bought. I think they did, They everybody else knew that he was potentially going to be the Andre the Giant of corgis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were a stubborn bunch, so I mean... A big corgi can do some real fucking damage. Absolutely. And take up some space. He's on the bed. Nova, the cat's on the bed. There's a three-legged cat on the bed. And I thought to myself, everything's all good. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pick your phone up. This yeah. is the only thing that truly matters. So I'm very thankful for all of it. And I'm appreciative that I got hardened a little bit this weekend. Mm. I deserved it. Some of it. <laughs> we'll be back in the next hour with some phone calls on the Five Energy phone line. 1-833-432-3663. Also, Adam Thielen. What are the deets? Ian Rappaport oh, said maybe there's another team. Oh. Did we know that? Yeah, I thought, um, was it the Ravens? Oh, yeah. Quotes. I thought there was one other. I don't know if it was the Ravens. but I wonder if Thielen will tell us. Remember T.Y.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He came on the show after signing back yeah. with the Colts. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was the... And he said, there was another team that was involved in it. And he said, I'm not gonna, I, I asked him, I said, there's reports of another team being involved. Was that true? He goes, there was, there was. I'm not going to say any names. And then Connor goes, Baltimore. Ba-, and he goes, yeah, yeah, it was Ravens. That was an awesome moment. Will that happen with Thielen or Thielen be open with us? Maybe. Three years, $25 million. He wanted you to break the news. So. Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't he? I met one of his guys. I don't know if he is directly related to Thielen, a manager of Thielen, or a friend of Thielen. Thielen's face tattooed, boom, right on his thigh. That's right. Nice. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Thielen's a dog, dude. Mm-hmm. Foxy sent Thielen into the group, like, just with exclamation points, and I thought he was a cult. I thought that meant Thielen's a cult. Me too. And then I went to the internet and saw your tweet. He was not a cult. He's a panther. Carolina. He also got two voices. Did you go to everybody else's tweets, too? Nope. Just I yours. checked the top thing. Just Thielen was trending internet. top. Mine wasn't on her because yeah. I had his his at his name at a Thielen nineteen, not Adam, Adam Thielen. Uh-huh. Saw yours. I, I had a chance to be an inside. I had a chance to do the whole insider thing. Yep, and I didn't. I didn't do it accurate. That's, got got no. to put Adam Thielen in there. I think this is what we've learned. No, that's the difference. Is you personalized it because you're sending a message to him because you're buddies with him, and you're not just you know using him as a puppet and just saying, "Hey, Adam Thielen signed with Carolina Panther." You could have done that. Mm-hmm. You say, you know what? No. I'm going to put his Twitter handle yeah. in there so that people click on his profile and they can learn a little bit more about it. And follow him. Yeah, follow him. Yeah. Hey, this is a new Panther. Good guy. Right. And if you're a Vikings fan, fucking mom, follow Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm joking. He did a lot for Minnesota. from Minnesota. That's yeah. right. Guy had to pay to do a workout 
to get into a workout to make it into the NFL. I thought he was a three-time Pro Bowler. I guess he was only two-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. Should have been three. It Feeling great. Four or five. Feeling great, he said. People are like, oh, he's trash. It's like. He's not. How do you know? Justin Jefferson had 180 yards in the first half. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any thought or play? No, this is Justin Jefferson's good enough. This is, we are not saying anything about Justin Jefferson at all. Fucking love Justin Jefferson. Everything's about, he's great. Do you think Adam Thielen's getting any plays drawn up for Adam Thielen right now? <laughs> do you think there's any? Do you think there's Maybe any? Not. Like, probably not, for good reason. Oh, and Adam Thielen knows. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam Thielen knew that. I think he appreciated that role. And then now he got a chance to hit the market. I don't think anybody expected him to get the amount of money he got. No. But Thielen's in great shape. Still got a lot left in the tank. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. Especially in the right offense. Yeah. Yeah, And they got Miles Sanders over there now, Hayden Hurst. Great golf course, as you said it. They said they're going for DJ Chark. Yeah. Yeah. Add him. They need kind of an older guy in the room, too. They're going to be a young team on offense. They need a guy who can, you know, kind of bring along some of the younger guys. That's crazy. He just got done doing that. Hopefully, so Father Time waits for no man. No, we'll ask him about that too. Hey, you're old, three year deal. Holy shit! Mm -hmm. You don't keep. Oh, he owns gyms. He does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Probably takes care of himself. I assume so. Got delicious protein bars, dude. Those are great. What are they? Over easy or something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, loaded. Let's take a five minute break. We'll be back to start hour two. Probably. 16, 20 minutes into hour two. Adam Thielen will join us. Your phone calls will be here. And there's a lot of news we haven't even talked about. St. Omni kind of carried the first hour. I assume we're going to revisit that topic of conversation at some point when we talk about Laramie Tunzel, his deal, Lamar Jackson's interview dropping on his YouTube channel at Lamar Jackson Entertainment I-775. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Lamar. He's taking control of his own narrative. I fucking love everything about it. Excited to hear what he drops, how it drops, and what it means for the future of him, the NFL, and the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, hopefully we can hear it. Um, I am worried about the lack of microphones. There'll be captions on there. YouTube's good enough. That's how we all watch everything anyways. Uh, Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. Okay? Okay? Yep. I need to practice that as well. A little bit more. A couple tweets. I was like, okay. Yeah? Couple messages. I was uh, a little rude. Come on, it's on me. I thought that was rude. The narrative that was getting built. I did not like that at all. I thought that was rude. That's why I had to address it. And we did. Brett's mm-hmm. a good guy coming mm-hmm. on here and talking. Yep. Matt Painter's taking a lot of heat here in Indiana. A lot of heat. I mean, nationally, I, I assume it's happening as well. Mm-hmm. Although the conversation is about the current tournament more so than what happened already in the tournament nationally. Locally, and around Indiana, I think this guy is getting... Um, yeah. I think he, he's getting he's getting tough. Now, I see a lot of people going to bat for him, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of people also going to bat for him. A lot of media people going to bat for him who believe that Matt Painter has done things in an incredible fashion while at Purdue, has kept them relevant, has been an incredible, outstanding citizen in the Purdue area, and everybody kind of loves the way he does his thing. With that being said, yeah, 15 last year, right? Big yeah. St. Pete's last 16 year. Yeah. this year. What happens yeah. in the tournament to this school? Just because you wear a Purdue jersey, that means you can't. But what happens? They're just bad luck. And Fairly Dickinson's tallest player, 6'6", six, six, okay? Yeah. 87-4. He had 30 or something. He had 30 and 10. Like, they, they do that and lose somehow still. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. By the way, 
Fairly Dickinson, 3-0 ATS on the tournament. Yeah. So they made everybody money there. Everyone's favorite team right Bro, now. Bro, last night, plus 16 and a half, a team from New Jersey. Come what? on. Giving them 17 points against a nine seed. Now, listen, that dude from Gary, Indiana. Yeah, he's a player. He's a fucking player. Yeah. FAU. This guy's unbelievable. Yeah, for FAU. Yeah. He's got burst. He's, he's taking it to the rack. Like, it doesn't look like he's that tall. He wants the mid-range, and he's shaking everywhere. He was a fucking... Player, dog. Yeah. First player in the history of the tournament, I think, with 25 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and 5 steals. No one's ever hey, done that. This before. dude was all over the place Very from good. Gary, Indiana. What was his name? Josh? Oh. Can't remember. Smith, maybe was his last name. Maybe not, but you knew. <laughs> you knew yeah. when you were watching him. Hey, this guy's a player. Yeah, but against a 9 seed, they were getting 16 and a half points. Yeah. This team, I'm like, did we watch them play? Have we heard their coach speak to him? Beast. Their coach, the way he speaks to him, like... I really enjoy it. He said, right message, wrong audience about that first one, but Mm -hmm. the boys responded well to it or something like Mm -hmm. that. He addressed, like, saying, I hope Purdue hears this, you know, because that's something that I, as a coach, I just don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? As a coach in March Madness with what Purdue has done that. But I enjoyed the fact that he talks shit and he lets his team know that he Mm -hmm. talks shit. And then whenever he said he heard the FAU, some of their staffers were like, FDU looks like they're ready to go home. That was his motivational speech before that. He's like, we're not ready to go home, are we? Like The way he talked and the way they reacted to him, it was like, this team's all in. And they had to move because they were the shortest team Mm -hmm. in Division One basketball. I 16 and a half points. I said, you got to be kidding me. Did you buy that? I didn't. What's yeah, that? we heard him talk in the hallway. He said, we're going to go home. Yeah, yeah okay. I played soccer growing up. I actually thought of my coach. His name was Mike Dyer. I looked him up. He's still alive. I haven't talked Hell to him yeah. in a long time. I oh, looked him up because it. of that. He used to be the greatest. I heard them over there just say. Oh, <laughs> nice. Every single game. It was the no- it was. It was his thing. It was fucking awesome. Had us going. But I actually Googled him. Still alive. Here we go, shout Mike. Out. All right, Mike. Shout out to you, pal. Yeah. Thought about you yesterday. Spent a lot of time on the road with that guy. He was coach of a team that I obviously traveled with like every single weekend with my old man. So what a fucking legend. But yeah, I did not. I, it was like, no that's way. awesome. This guy just used the Mike Dyer clip right there. Yeah. Did you see the pad off after the game between the two FAU coaches? Because and- old buddy tried to do the dunk at the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was just a lot of patting on both sides of it. So... I think there was a turnover of the wrist, too, potentially. Oh, yeah. You know, there was a joust oh, yeah. on who's on top, you know, because uh-huh. the game. Uh-huh. How you doing? Keep it moving. What's the coach's name? Who's the FDU coach? Tobin em- Anderson. Anderson. There it is. I almost said Emerson. Tobin. Anderson. Tobin. He's an Iowa guy. He was dr- – is he? Yeah. No, he's ball. That's right. He was dramatically saying no foul. Yes. To the whole arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Hey, we Put literally say it was a hell of a run. You guys win. For old buddy just to be like – Okay, I mean, okay, fuck it. How many times you hear, you yeah. know, and yeah. try the windmill dunk, miss. Yeah, you got to make it. If miss. you're going to do that, you got to make it. Have to. Just the thought of what the FAU coach had to say to that player after the game when it was supposed to be a joyous occasion. Right. Yes. You, you know, that's a whole that's a whole thing in of itself. Mm-hmm. But 16 and a half, dude? A lot. It was a lot. That was a lot of points there. Yeah, I went max. I, I would have talked about it more, but I was just getting slaughtered. Even I, I got FAU in the Final Four, but I or, and I was like, F, that's 16 is too much. Oh, you got FAU in there. You yeah, said, totally. oh, I took a nine seed to the Final Four, and it's probably going to happen. Yeah, maybe. It might. Who knows? Hey, this tournament's oh. been bananas. Uh, yeah. yeah. Princeton? Been, when Arkansas beat Arkansas. Kansas. Kansas. No, Arkansas beat Kansas. I didn't know if they were pronounced. Kansas. I was going to say, if there was a Kansas state, I probably would have taken them to it the went. Final Four as well. <laughs> I didn't know but. if Arkansas was pronounced the same. <laughs> Kansas. That was a good game. The only ones left are Houston. Um, 
And then who was the Houston? There is people that do Arkansas. That would have helped you if you were the one of those. If you grew up in an area <laughs> that said Arkansas, mm-hmm. in that particular sentence that you were just in, completely fine. Right. Boom. Houston and Bama, uh, still good. Princeton's a 15 seed in the Sweet 16. Right. They were fucking ripping it up in Jersey after they won. So that wasn't real, right? They were obviously having a great time. <laughs> I really, I'm really not sure. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I could see it being real. Yeah, I don't think they give a shit either way. Like if you're, I saw Kyle Brandt with a Princeton shirt on right. on TV. But he but he, he played football there, you know? This is on Bleacher Report. Made me laugh heavily um, just because this would be a good piece of content. Yes. About Princeton mm-hmm. celebrating. On like a Monday night filming this and saving it. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. Having this video and uh-huh. piecing it together. That would be a brilliant content creation because it did get picked up. A lot of people seen it. Yeah. yeah. Those Princeton people got to be partying because they're doing the sports good, right? Got to be. I hope so. I don't think Couple. so. Like, I bet they, they definitely didn't cancel classes. You know, you go to, like, a big school that gets in the dance. Like, if you have a professor who has a fucking clue, it would be like, hey, don't worry about coding. They're probably coding. Today. They probably didn't know. That's what I mean. Is Princeton a coding school? Or what is Princeton? Business? What is it? Everything. All of so I just assume all those super high-end schools are just all that business, money, law firms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doctors. Doctors, yeah. Yep. Of course, doctors. Just all of the... English, the arts, that kind of yeah. stuff. Tech. There's arts in there? Tech? Yeah, big tech, I assume, is just coming out of there somewhere. Yeah. And then, like, president major, like, uh-huh. I'm trying to be a president. Right. I'm doing, okay, you're doing yeah. this, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then they're all in frats, right? A lot of them, yeah. Big frats. They're all in, like, super frats. Business mm-hmm. frats. That are just connected forever, yep. right? Yeah. And they do learn well. But I've heard, what, Brown is, like, past fail or something. Yeah, Brown yeah. rips it. Yep. Browns pass fail. That's yes. a Ivy League school. Yes. Uh-huh. They're the ones I learned that. I'm like, down pass the fail. System. What's that, pal? What? You said something about the banking system. The banking system. I can pull all my money up. Yeah, Tony. It's in my, under my mattress. Not a smart thing to say on a show that probably has a few thousand people watching at the I have this my exact maybe, time. I have my maybe voice go. Okay, so you're saying to the people that just heard that and... 52,000 people are watching right mm-hmm. now. Okay. You want to give me your address? Dude? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tony, you should send a text to get that into a bank again. I don't know. It's interesting because I've always thought about pulling my money out of the bank and just burying it somewhere. Sure. And just literally just being a cash operating human. Because mm-hmm. the first time I went to Vegas, I was hot on the tables. And I was trying to get more money out so I could take advantage of it. They wouldn't let you. Wouldn't let me take my own fucking money out of my own account, which mm-hmm. I guess is very standard. I did not know this was my first time with a card. Yeah, I did not know this. Good. This is after I got to the NFL. First time ever with a card, okay? Didn't want a card. Don't want to run into any <laughs> shit with a card. Mm-hmm. Get a card because you have to get a card. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm told. I get to Vegas. I am rolling. Rolling. Like, I can take advantage of the opportunity right now, and let's go do this. A lot of people probably think that in Vegas as well, and I would like to reserve the right to be able to do it. I would like to, as a human, as an adult, with the money that I have earned that is technically mine, I would like the ability to fucking... Do it right now. Mm-hmm. They're looking out for me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Can't get a hold of them either, obviously, because the no, time. No, yeah, definitely not. Well, let's do the whole thing. Opening the card takes a few hours. By that point, am I still near an ATM and hot? Mm-hmm. No. So I said, I'm taking all my fucking money mm-hmm. out of that bank. I'm putting it in a hole. Mm-hmm. Ten people told me it was a bad idea. I listened to all of them. I still left it in there. Are people really taking money out of the bank right now because they're scared to death it's going to disappear? Because, like... I was told by 10 very intelligent humans, like, do not, do not do whatever you're thinking about doing. I don't know what they're doing, but I, I'm pretty fucking pissed at the follow 
you whatever not you follow no there's the you follow what's the other tabs for you tab and oh whatever. yeah 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 and a lot of that is, in there all it is is fucking bank shit dude real uh-huh. shit in that the that for you people thing. dying in fight videos oh yeah a lot bad of fights yeah bad fights so, so, the entire for you fucking tab for me right now yeah fight haven i had to block him i couldn't do it anymore yeah what's the deal why is it happening do we know elon said what he's opening up the the code for the algorithm for for you he tweeted that or something because i seen him tweet that i don't yeah what's going i'll stay on the following world just yeah, as yeah. much as i possibly can mm-hmm. and then obviously people send me stuff that's happening around the world in my mentions. so i i bounce from following in the thing that for you tab though yeah i was watching people just get fucking yeah. Knocked out bad yeah. ones, yeah. At school or on the street, yeah, it has been bad. It's like, bro, this is not fun. Yeah, what no. are we? Don't need to see guys' heads bouncing off the concrete no. right before I'm about to go to sleep. Dude, I saw this one guy though. He two kids came running across the street. Saw oh, that one too. Big sack. son of a bitch. Oh my god! Backwards hat on. Yep. Start the fight. Uh huh. He goes, "Come on!" Like a movie. Yes. Come on! These two guys come running up, <laughs> duck footed. You can tell by the way they're yeah, running. Yeah, no it's going to be bad. This is not going to be no cakes. Soft chin, soft mm-hmm. jaw. Running over, coming over. And this dude fucking body slams one of them. Mm-hmm. Boom. You want some? And then that, boom. That, yeah. I was like, God damn. Nice to know that that's still out there. Yeah. He's you know, huge. Nice. That dude was, th- it looked like The Rock's character in Moana. Dude. Those two guys running up to him mm-hmm. had to have... More and more great character can sing very well. Yeah. You're welcome. It's, yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. welcome. The regret building while they're running. I could almost watch it in the video. None of us could have expected that dude to do what he did. No, and in the I believe those two kids was it their mother running running out behind him too. Yeah. And she was also talking shit to, wow. to the big kid. So I think like um I understand why they're doing that because we all watch this video in the for you. Uh-huh. So oh, yeah. we're all on their platform for the duration of that video. What we're saying is you don't always have to just pick the worst things on earth to be no. the thing that are keeping people on your platform. No, there has to be other stuff. Maybe like a golden retriever video. Oh, that, that'd yeah. be good. That'd be, yeah. one of those. that'd be so cool. Bulldog, couple bulldogs. Yeah, bulldog. Some, some uh, how do you say that bulldog just passed golden retriever for the most popular dog? French in the US. bulldog, I do believe, not American. Fuck. Yep. Yep. I have English, so yeah, ah, I'm well, taking that. Well, in England, they, that might be number one. I did watch that though. They won the um, best in show, the best in show, and then they also got voted as it. French bulldogs are cool too. They're just a little smaller. Mm. Yeah, Joining us now is a man uh, who just found a brand new home. This guy's 32 years old, and the reason why I say that is because this man has accomplished a lot. Yeah, coming out of college, what college you go to? None of us know. Mankato State. Boom. One of us know. Near Saskatoon. This is, yeah. He went to one of those schools that shows up in March Madness, and you go, holy shit, that school exists. Yeah, that's a real place. To play football, though. Mm-hmm. Nobody went there to scout him, and that's a shame because this guy had to pay to get into a regional workout. He was seen at that regional workout as well. This, this guy might be a champion on the football field. Yeah. Then he had to go to another workout and another workout and finally found his way home to the Minnesota Vikings. And what did he do there? Oh, I don't know. Just went on to become an all-pro and a pro bowler and a captain. Now, with his first time ever being in free agency, I do believe, testing the waters, he has found a home with the Carolina Panthers. Carolina, obviously the home to an owner who's the second wealthiest in sport, a brand-new regime, great golf courses, and this man's services, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Thielen. Yeah! What's up, dude? What's up? Hey, golf courses? Played? Did that play a role in this whole thing? Huh? Did it? 
Well, or the fact that there was a full swing golf simulator about ten feet from my locker. Ooh. That, that could have made that could have made a difference. What a play that is! The facility's uh, ridiculous down there. A full swing is near your locker room. What do we got going on in there? That's what I said. I said if they if they were trying to recruit me, there was two things that they needed to do if they could have done some dirt. And one was have a golf simulator in the locker room. Uh, number two was have a cold brew with a little bit of oat milk and a little sitting at the at the front door when I walk in. Wow. What a recruiting pitch this whole thing was. Uh, Adam, can you turn your phone sideways right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, ba- it's ricocheting, I do believe, up into your speaker. Perfect. Um, so they had a beer waiting for you when you got there, a little cold brew, cold brew coffee. I'm sorry, cold brew coffee? They didn't. They didn't. But I'm saying if, oh, if there were two okay. things to do, okay. that would have been it. All right, close though. Still, I mean, golf simulator in the fucking locker room is bananas. Shout out to having the second wealthiest owner in all the sports. How did we get to the Carolina Panthers? Ian Rappaport said that he was hearing that there was potentially another team involved. How involved was Frank and Josh McCown and Andy Dalton? And how involved was everybody in the whole recruiting process? And uh, obviously, how excited are you to get down there? Yeah, kind of crazy. I mean, like you said uh, before, uh, I've never gone through this process before. So um, the whole process was nuts. I mean, I'm not a very patient person. So I had to pull out all the patience I possibly could have to just kind of let my agent do his job um, and then really just trust him, which he, he did. You know, between Blake Barrett's and Luke Invice, they they absolutely killed it for me. And just Hell yeah, boys. An opportunity to just kind of be the guy I am. So uh, honestly, wasn't really planning on going to the – the Panthers and uh, went on a visit there just to see, just to hear him out. Uh, Cause I wanted to go somewhere that, that I felt like I had an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. And when I went there, I, I sat down with coach, I sat down with the GM, I sat down with all the, the coaching staff. And I felt like Carolina was the place to do that. I feel like there, there is a real chance to win a Super Bowl. And that gets me so excited. Um, I think the, the, the staff of how excited they were that I was there um, and what I could bring to that offense, to that team, to help them uh, win football games was, was exciting. And then all the pieces are adding. I mean, uh, when they added Andy Dalton, that was a huge part to me going there, just uh, knowing that a veteran guy's put a lot of ball, um, can really groom and help um, lead a team and a young uh, quarterback that will be coming in. Um, and then and then Miles Sanders, Hayden Hurst, you know, they, these guys, you know, I, I know they're talking to a couple other receivers that oh, could oh, really help. Oh, and the guys oh. that they already have there. So um, a defense that's that finished, I think, in the top 10 last year. Um, um, I'm excited. I, I couldn't be more excited. You know, I didn't know it was going to happen this free agency. There was other teams um, that were kind of putting some pressure on, but um, I, I couldn't be more excited to be a Panther, and I, and I truly mean that. Will you say who the other teams are or no? Well, I think there was, you know, there was the Broncos, Cowboys. You know, I had, I had um, conversations with uh, those teams and, and a few others. Okay. Um, and, uh, again, uh, the Panthers just uh, felt like the, the best fit, and it all kind of just worked out. Um, it all happened kind of quickly. I didn't know when it was going to happen, and it just kind of all came at once. But, um, again, my family, my wife, is, my kids, uh, we're so excited to, to, to go there. We're, we're heading there tomorrow as a family to, to go sign and, and uh, check out the city. So we're excited. Charlotte is a beautiful place. Oh, I believe you go uptown, not downtown, down there in the Queen City. Ooh. I do believe. And also, home of NASCAR. Remember, right. a lot of NASCAR uh-huh. down there. The golf courses are majestic. Oh, beautiful. There's a lake down there, too, that I think has glorious homes that this man can certainly buy off this deal. He just, hey! 
Now listen, uh, they say go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And I'm not saying you've been tolerated or treated like you're tolerated anywhere. But it sounds like Carolina Panthers rolled out the red carpet for you. A lot of people assumed you'd want to go to a place that you win. You addressed that in your last answer. But the contract had to be fucking good. Is this what you expected, what you thought? I think we're all incredibly happy for you, Mr. Thielen. Yeah, you know, um, you know, a lot of people are going to say I, I, I went there for the money and, and all that, th- and all that. But honestly, at the end of the day, again, I, I didn't. I, money was not a big deal. Of course, yeah, you want to get paid what what you feel like you are worth. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, again, I wanted to go to a good situation for my family, for myself, uh, and ultimately that I felt like a place seriously had a, a chance at winning a Super Bowl. And again, I, I really do feel strongly with that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day. Uh, hey, you you know, to all the Vikings fans, right? Like I'm a I'm a Vikings fan. I, I I was born and raised a Vikings fan, so of course I didn't want to leave Minnesota, um, and I would have would have loved to finish my career there. But I am really excited about a, a fresh start, a new opportunity, and I uh, can't wait to get there. It'll be great for all parties, man. Yeah. It'll be great for everybody. You know, I've been getting crushed on the internet, and I think time will obviously make it obviously and great for all parties. It'll be the same with you. Three years was long. Did, did, was that the the goal whenever you got in there? Because obviously you were 32 years old. You are in terrible shape. Yep. Yeah, brutal. You are in disgusting shape. You don't own a gym nope. that has a few franchises. Nope. Eat terribly. You don't. Yeah, you yeah. eat terribly. You don't even have like. Your own protein bar, pretty no, much. You don't, you don't oh. have that. You don't easy. Hey, over easy is incredible, by the oh, way. So oh, good. delicious. Uh, but, like, you take care of your body, obviously, so much. Like, you are a stallion physically. 32, three-year deal. You'll be 35. That'd be old as shit, right, for a wide receiver? Or is that just, you think, plan, goal, always going to be able to be that long? Well, that was a big factor in, in the decision as well. You know, going... I didn't want to be a one year, just, um, you know, kind of gap filler, just come in, you know, thanks for your service. See you later. I want to be part of something special. I want to be part of building something, um, being a part of something to, to bring a championship to a city. And so I felt like, you know, with my agent and, and our conversations that I wanted to go somewhere where I could, I could be a part of it for a few years to be able to be part of a building process to win a championship. So, um, that was a huge part. I mean, they were willing. They, that was their their plan for me from day one when I stepped in that building. Uh, they said that that's what they want. They want me to be part of the the long haul and and be part of a of, yeah. of a run. So we're excited about that as well. Just not being a gap filler and just showing up for for six months and 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 thank you. Here's your here's your check and see you later. So um, that was huge. And again, thank you to them because they didn't have to do that. You know, a lot of teams were were saying you know I was too old and. And uh, they, they didn't want to mess with that, and they didn't want to give me uh, more than one year. And and uh, so that it's a it's a credit to to them doing their research, watching my tape, seeing who I am as a player and as a person, and and then just giving me that opportunity. You have undrafted across your chest, right there. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Had to like go prove. I'm going to pay to go prove myself. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to go pay to go prove myself. Undrafted thing with the gyms. Did you hear like the uh, oh, yeah. Sam stacked up? Yeah, a lot of people didn't. You know, my age was a thing. You know, credit to the Panthers for watching the fucking film. You know, like I just saw the ha. You heard it. You got a lot of motivation right now, huh? Highly motivated, Adam Thielen, right now with the chirping that's going on. Well, I'd say this. I mean, uh, that's that's been my whole life. So I, I, the chip is, has never fell off the shoulder. I mean, um, I feel like every step of my career, high school, college, NFL. Um, you know, people, people have doubted me and, uh, that's, what's, what's got me to where I am. 
Um, again, like I told told these these teams when I was having conversation with them, is I feel great. I don't care the age. Yeah, I, I get the whole age thing. It's tough for you to give a contract to a guy um, that's 32 years old as a receiver, but um, I feel I feel fantastic. I came out of last year healthy. Was able to start training right away. You know, I'm sitting. I'm I'm coming away from my training sessions, and I'm going to my wife like, man, I feel great. Like I'm I'm so excited uh, to get a new opportunity. And as stressful as it was, because again, I'm not I'm not a very patient person, and just not knowing where I was going to go. You know, being playing ten years in one spot and never leaving, uh, it was a little stressful. But I, I couldn't I couldn't be more excited. Thielen, you're a dog, dude. We all know yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I like. I can't wait to watch what they have in store for you. Like, I can't wait, mm-hmm. especially with the rookie quarterback. Did they tell you who they're drafting? They didn't. I was. I was. Uh, I was trying my hardest. I promise you, I was trying my hardest to get that to get that <laughs> out of them. But, uh, that was one piece of information they wouldn't give to me because they knew I would leak it to my guys. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the hell out of you for yesterday, dude. Thank yeah. you for that. Love you, Thielen. I do. I genuinely appreciate the hell. You've been way too kind to us, I think, over the years. And obviously, you texting me and telling me, I waited five minutes because I didn't want to, I didn't want to jump into the insider's world. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want, I didn't like, they, they literally don't have any lives or no human actions. No, that's on their phone. And they get beat. Because that whole thing. So I gave five minutes. I don't know if you recognize that as it was happening. About five minutes, and then literally 713, 708 text, original text. I go, my man, what's up? And then bang. Thank you so much, dude, for that. You are very, very kind. I needed some of that, too, on my timeline. My timeline was getting pretty negative. I was getting killed out there. I'm getting murdered out here. Connor has a question for you, though, Adam. We appreciate the hell out of you, man. Yeah, Thielen, as a white wide receiver and a Patriots fan, I'm pretty devastated that you're not coming up to New England. I thought you had, you know, Bill Belichick written all over you. But was part of the reason you went to Carolina because you are a bona fide number one guy? And with Justin Jefferson's emergence these past couple of years, you've kind of taken a step back, like both because of how good he is and also because of the fact that you understood that? Because we were talking earlier, like maybe in Minnesota, sure, you had different numbers, but they're also drawing up a lot of plays for Justin Jefferson and not you. So was that part of the appeal with Carolina? Like, hey, I'm ready to prove everybody that I am still that number one receiver? Hell yeah, Connor. That was that was honestly, uh, I can honestly say this, that, was, that had nothing to do with it. Um, oh, I've, nice. I've never ever been a guy that says <laughs> I need to be a number one receiver. I need this many targets. Um, or this many catches. Um, but you kind of alluded to a little bit is, is I just want to be able to be a part of an offense. I want to be able to um, help an offense win games. I think in this league, you can't just have a number one receiver, that you have to have multiple guys um, from the running back position, tight end, receiver. And I think that's what Carolina's building. They're really putting together a complete offense of guys that kind of can work together to help the team win. And uh, th- that's why this game is the greatest game there is because you – it takes a full team to win. You can't just have one guy or two guys uh, in this league. You can't do it and, and win the big game. So um, that's what I'm excited about. I know they're going to make some more moves and they're going to draft some guys, and it's only going to help a, a rookie quarterback uh, just be able to go out there and play free and, and let his playmakers play. Are you going to help recruit now? Are you part of the recruiting pitch? Absolutely, 100%. Oh, what are we doing? Are we texting? Are we sending gifts? Are we sending golf clubs? Are we doing golf Ooh, rounds? Boy. What are we doing? Are we sending the kids over to babysit? What are we doing? Over easy bars? Maybe. Well, you know, have, I've been uh, I've been sending some uh, Instagram messages out to some, some guys. Oh, I okay. You said people you They're know. They're doing a great job. Honestly, I, I haven't had to do much because, you know, just some of the pieces that they, Miles Sanders and Hayden Hurst, I mean, those guys, I mean, they're, they're great, great players that have proven it. And uh, they're just going to come in here and have an instant impact. 
coming here already. Hey, let's love go. That. Hey, we I'm love this. It. Family down there, huh? Feels like you guys are building a family down there? Is that what it feels like? Yes, sir. Frank yes, Reich, sir. dude. Hey, Frank Reich won games here with the Colts. He did. He was not in a great position with the Colts ever as head coach, I don't think. But he made he made some of the decisions. Like, he was put in an interesting spot, I think, with the Colts. But whenever he was – he had the team all in. He was making aggressive calls. They were winning games. Went like to playoffs. Went to the playoffs. Like, speeches that he was giving were resonating with everybody. Like, I think Frank has the chance to be an incredible coach. The way it ended with the Colts, I think a lot of people view it as, like, that's what Frank is. It's like – he got Phil Rivers first year with yeah. the Indianapolis Colts to the playoffs when Phil Rivers, no offense, I don't think Phil would take any. Phil Rivers could not run. No, this is last year in the league. Walk. He actually could not move. Yeah, he literally could not move. But he could sling that thing. Oh. And Frank Wright kind of dialed up an offense that was incredible. When he was at Philadelphia, they had success. So I hope that you guys get a version of Frank that is like hardened, experienced, and like ready to go. When, we're winning it all. That's the you said you want to win the championship down there. They want to do that right now too. It sounds like, huh? That's what it feels like, and that's what it felt like from the moment I got in that building. Again, Jimmy Tepper, I, I, Jimmy Tepper, the owner. I haven't met him yet, but uh, I think he's. To meet him. I think he's a let's win right now yeah, guy. I think. I think. But you can yeah. feel that in the building. Well, and and to be honest, uh, I probably wasn't going to go on a visit there unless unless it was um, because of coach. That was the reason why I went there because. I've had respect from, for him for a long time, just from afar, you know, playing against him when he was the Eagles offense coordinator, seeing what he did there, and then with the Colts and the teams that he kind of put together there. Um, his ability to spread the ball around and get a lot of guys involved and to move the ball, you know, do some of the RPO stuff. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan, so that's why I went there. And then when I left the building, it was hard for me not to be excited just because, again, uh, they're, they're ready to win, and they want to win, and they have a plan. Uh, that was the biggest thing going there is like, what's your what's your plan? And it was very clear that they have a plan to win um, and win now and and win the big the big prize. You know, it's not just uh, um, get through a couple of years and, and see how the rookie does. No, it's it's their plan to win. Hey, you walk in that lock. You're doing a full tour. You got a cafeteria first. Where'd you start at? Weight room. We started. Um, we started in the weight room. Okay. Then we Obviously, had to can't tell. Love the you know. Dude, when I but, first uh, hey, when I first went into the Colts weight room, that's the the tour they gave us when I first got there. Robert Mathis was shirtless, jumping rope in the corner off to the right, and like didn't skip a beat. And it was like the fastest of all time. I was walking around with the other rookies, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to grow up quick. Like, holy <laughs> shit, I, I, that guy! Holy fuck, that guy is a teammate now. Okay, yeah. that guy's on my team. That's Man. great. That is great news. Always normally start at the weight room, right? And don't you think that it's kind of normally the starting place for everybody in the tours? That just made me think of, uh, yeah, that, that I'm sure that is the, uh, the, the common courtesy is to start in the weight room. But my first, my first encounter with the Vikings organization after I signed after the rookie camp was I go, into the, go in the hot tub after I sign, and Phil Loldholt is sitting in the hot tub. And I don't know if you guys know who Phil Loldholt is, but he was a left tackle. That was the most – massive human being that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I kind of got in the hot tub like, oh, so uh, this is the NFL, huh? Yeah. All right. Are. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I belong. He's yeah, yeah. 6'9", 360 pounds. So 
this is a little different. That's a real deal, though. Whenever you start, oh, shit, I'm in a whole new place. That's going to happen with you at Carolina. So you take a tour. You go weight room. Then they go to cafeteria and talk about how good the food is. Or do they go right to the locker room? And then they say, here's the simulator. We have. Yeah, by the way, Mr. Zeeland. Yes, they did go. We went We went uh, weight room, equipment room, talked to equipment guy. He was trying to he was trying to put the jersey on me the second I walked in there. So Hell yeah. He was ready for me to sign that day, uh, which was exciting. And then uh, through the locker room, and then the uh, the simulator, obviously. How'd they and say? Then, they said, "In here is a golf simulator." Is there whoa. also cornhole in there, or is the golf sim the? There was there was two ping pong tables, which I'm a huge fan of ping pong. So. Me as well. So two ping pong tables and a golf simulator in there. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Shit. Sweet. How nice is this facility? Because they were about to build a new one, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Is yeah. it nice? Is it a nice place? Has to be. I mean, yeah, it's not like it's not gonna rock your socks off. I mean, coming from the Vikings facility is pretty yeah, pretty one. tough to beat that. But but it's kind of cool. It's it's in the stadium. So you are not you're not having two different places. You know, you're right in the stadium. Ah, so that's why there's so much space to have a golf simulator in two fucking ping pong tables in the Locker room. That's a lot of space, I think. Okay, so that's how they laid it out. What did they say yeah. about the sim over here, sir? Or did they know it was going to be a home run with you, or no? I don't. I don't think they knew because uh, oh. they kind of like yeah. they kind of downplay. Like, oh yeah, you know, this, here's a simulator. And I was kind of like asking questions. I wasn't asking questions about you know the weight room and all that. I was asking, but hey, so. Uh, what kind of simulator is this? <laughs> Can I bring my clubs in? Yeah. yeah. Are there rules? What are the yeah, rules? On here? Are you just allowed at the driving range because that never glitches? Uh, how oh, how yeah. many hours are you allowed to hit into this thing? Do I have to schedule my time? Are we only doing irons? Am I just bringing my irons? Yeah. What are the that, There's a lot of rules. I mean, that's a loud thing as well. And pretty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you'll, you'll take care of it. I kind of have it planned out, I think, because I'm a, I'm a morning person. What, I, what I'm thinking is I'll get to the facility extremely early because when the kids are sleeping anyways, you know, I'll get I'll get about 45 minutes of swings in and then Dang. and then start my my recovery uh, morning slash film study. Um, so I, I kind of got a, a built in 40 my 45 minute buffer that I'll just get up 45 minutes early dude. Uh, to get my swings in. Dude, you're going to be so good. Yeah, we'll I had that with a cornhole, dude. I talked about this last week. I had three hours in the middle of the day while you guys are trying to learn shit. Where, like, I, you know, didn't, literally didn't have anything. So I just played cornhole, literally, for three hours a day. Matt Overton and I played against each other. And if he was either getting treatment or doing something else, I would just throw fucking bags all by myself. I became, like, a perfect – I was training three hours a day. I mean, that's that's a lot of time. You're going to get 40 minutes of hacks in as a warm-up? Oh, Here my go. God. Feeling. You're going to be a pro golfer soon. This is going to happen. Let's do it. Well, and it's a, like you said, there's great golf courses around there. So in the off season, OTAs, I mm-hmm. might have to check it out. Good for you. Tone Diggs has a question for you, Mister Thielen. This I, guy's gonna be fucking scratch. Are I you already? Know. What is your handicap? Uh, well, I was a zero, and then I took six months off, you know, for the season, and I've been struggling a little bit. I'm a I'm a one point two, I think. Oh, right. this guy sucks, dude. Struggling. <laughs> Holy shit! You're what terrible at golf. Tone has a question for Adam, you. Adam, have you spoke to Mr. Dalton yet? And are you going in there with the thought that he's going to be your potential starter? Or are you thinking that the number one overall pick is going to be your starter? Have mm. you thought about that yet? Uh, well, I'll say this: um, I have talked to him. Uh, we we've known each other for a while. Um, and my wife and his wife have, have known each other for a few years doing some of the uh, Christian conferences together and stuff and great family. 
Uh, they also have three kids just like us. And so in a very similar situation. So it's great for my wife as well to have that relationship already. Um, but I, I don't know what that'll look like, but I will say this, that, that I, it was a huge part of the decision that Andy was there. Um, mm. just cause I, I don't know, you know, you never know what will happen, uh, with a first overall draft pick. It could be lights out and the best pick of all time, but you just never know. So just to have that security blanket, smart, knowing that Andy is, is a dang good security blanket. He's played a lot of football in this league at a high level, you know, been to the playoffs, um, you know, a few times. So, um, it, it definitely made that decision way easier to make. All right. Well, sir, we are incredibly happy for you. We're pumped for you. What does the rest of the day look like? I know you have, we saw on your Instagram stories, we were reminded, three children, they seem to be active. They're all sitting on the back of what? A golf cart? Of course. I don't know if you saw that. The guy's handicapped right now. Trash. Yeah, what a bum. Yeah, Trash, dude. <laughs> One point, what you say? 1.2? Yeah, 1.2. It's rough. Gross. So you're getting no strokes ever against anybody. No, no, it's brutal. And and the problem is is my guys the, my, my guys that I kind of play with out here in Florida quite a bit they they don't take into account that I just had six months off so I kind of come back here and I just get murdered yeah. for like for like a month and they love it of course but then I now now I'm starting to hold my own a little bit so we'll we'll, we'll try to get that back so what happened you played in high school you played in high school I did yeah my uh, high school golf team was. Um, full of football players. So we always said if we could, if we can't win the tournament, we could definitely win in a fight. Smart. Just in case yeah. anybody starts popping off, hell yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta have that. You gotta, you yeah. gotta have that. You know why? What is happening? Is happening, right? Like when you're golfing, you have the high school experience. What's the change? So like, I'll hit something, I'll spray it way right, and I'm like, all right, aiming left today. You know, that's what I think. Yes. You are like, well, must have came up over the top, must have had a little different grip or something like that. What a weapon. Watching you golf was a joy. Just want to let you know that. Just a fucking, you were so good at golf. That three-wood story that we talk about, 326 or whatever, <laughs> over the green is so real because there's, there's people that hit massive balls, massive golf balls. A.J. Hawk hits the ball so far, so high. 380. Every time or whatever. A three-wood, like, 340 over a green in a celebrity golf tournament is hilarious. Mm -hmm. Just to think of, are you going to be a professional, you think, someday? It's very hard, right? Isn't it, like, incredibly difficult to do? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the chances are extremely slim. Those guys are just, I mean, uh, there's a few guys actually out here at the course that I'm at in Florida that um, are trying to make it. You know, they're on, like, the mini tours and stuff. And course, you, right. you go and play with them, and you're like, how is this guy not on the PGA Tour? He's having seven, eight birdies on a course that is, is an absolute grind and hits it a mile. They hit it a mile. They make every putt. Um, if they do miss a putt, it's, it's, it's cause they misread it a little bit. They hit it online every time their speed's perfect. It's just crazy that they're, they're not on the tour. Right. So I say that to say it's pretty difficult, but, um, at the end of the day, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do like the Monday qualifier thing, um, Ooh. as many as I possibly can and just see if, see what happens, you know? Hey, why I'm not? Playing. Kids, are, kids are in school. I'm going to practice a little bit. And we'll see what happens. All right. I love it. We appreciate you. Enjoy your downtime. Congratulations on another deal. Congratulations on three years in Carolina and congratulations on what it sounds like is immediate success. Yeah. You've bought in. They're ready to go. The owner seems antsy to get a winner soon. Oh, you can't win. Get out. You can't win. Get out. You can't win. Get out. That's what he's been. Now that Thielen's joined the operation. And Josh McCann and Frank Reich. Right. And Andy Dalton. 
are they having like a, this is like a, this is what we need to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is how we need to do it. I'm excited to watch how it goes. We appreciate the hell out of you, ladies and gentlemen. All pro, Adam Thielen. Thank you, Adam. Incredible basketball and golf. And obviously, the NFL world was alive and well this weekend with trades and deals that took place. Most notably, we chatted with Adam Thielen about an hour ago about why he picked the Carolina Panthers. He said he believes they can win a championship there. A lot of people on the internet are saying, oh, what? Slow down. You start listening to him talk about it, though. He's a firm believer. He got a great deal, and I believe he believes that Frank Reich will be able to figure it out alongside Fitterer and Tepper, who's the second wealthiest owner in the entire NFL. We are incredibly happy for Adam Thielen and Laramie Tunzel, who signed a three-year, $75 million with $50 million in guarantees deal over the weekend alongside the council of St. Omni. St. Omni, not a certified agent with the NFLPA, although he's been a part of a couple hundred million dollars worth of negotiations. Maybe the NFLPA could say, hey, maybe this guy is allowed to be an agent, even though he doesn't necessarily pass our certification process. None of us understand who or what St. Omni is, but we do know that he was a part of Laramie Tunzel, who represented himself and got $60 million in total guarantees, which I believe is injury guarantees, $50 million fully guaranteed, which is coming at signing. So... Or guaranteed at signing. They've been reworking the wording of these things. Yeah, this whole offseason. Yeah, it's like, you know, points of emphasis have now become points of clarification. Bingo. Because words matter because words are spelled. That's right. Because words cast spells. Hey, we learned that, didn't we? Yes, we did. That was on Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. Deep spells. It's like TV channels. So the way you word things and the way you say things matters because it creates the narrative immediately upon hearing it. So points of emphasis, whenever they're overcalling something that we all hate, the NFL has made their own uh, situation where people are saying, look at you guys caring about the wrong shit. So now it's points of clarification. So like, hey, this rough in the passer, this holding call, this pass interference, we just want to clarify what the rule actually is this week as opposed to any other week. It's like, okay, good wording. Now instead of like, if he breaks his leg and isn't able to walk ever again, and his injury guarantee is $60 million, which is what it kind of used to be, mm-hmm. now it's $50 million fully guaranteed, $60 million possibly guaranteed, guaranteed, mm-hmm. guaranteed. Like, that's all they're wording it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Has that happened just this year, Toxic Table, or this, just this past offseason here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt, one half of the hammer, bad Cowboys. I saw you thinking over there, Tony. It feels like this is very recent, isn't it? It, it feels like it, but I, I mean, I was thinking in my head, like, why are you trying to remember? Because you can't fucking remember anything, so just don't, and just continue, let them continue on with the conversation. I kind of watched that happen. I think I was kind of watching you over there, because you looked very, like, thinking man pose, and then you did have a blank look on your face, and then I sent it over. So what you just described, I actually saw in real time yeah. I apologize for asking you immediately. Excited to hear if you pick up a thought or an opinion as we go on this whole thing. Feels new, makes sense. Yeah. But also, we got to take it all with a grain of salt as we're hearing these numbers. Yeah, and it went back to last year, kind of with the Rodgers thing that we it kind of turned a little bit going into free agency after his contract was announced. But oh yeah, because even, even some stuff from way before was corrected after that. Like remember the Mahomes deal? We found out the Mahomes deal was ten years, four hundred and forty million. Like I feel like months ago. 
ago because I just assumed it was... 430 or 440, huh? I, it was in that range, but I assumed it was 10 years, 500. But that was just the number that was put out there where realistically it was... Yeah, $60 million or $70 million is vastly Massive. different. That's yeah. a different yes. amount of money. And even the Lamar thing. like when But, Lamar n- but now it matters so much because everybody seemingly is competing, both yeah. the agencies and the teams, on what it's going to be. And there's such an emphasis on the salary cap these days because it's what's making and breaking teams. It's the recipe teams are taking. You can either pay a lot of money to an older quarterback or you're on a rookie contract. You can pay everybody else and the numbers matter a lot more because how many of the big numbers can you fit mm-hmm. on your team and how can you work it and kick the can down the road without being completely fucked in the end like the Los Angeles Rams uh-huh. have become. Nonetheless, Laramie Tunzel, however you take it with the old wording or the modern wording, he he negotiated a hell of a deal. We are very happy for him. Remember draft night? People are trying to sabotage him. Yep. That's right. I thought he was going to be screwed. His stepdad. Yeah, his own. Has that been confirmed? I wanted to say it, but I'm already in one loss. I was. I believe it was. But we'll say it, yeah. Could be a St. Omni situation. Does he have a stepdad? Are we sure? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I looked into it enough. All I know is somebody tried to get this guy. And as soon as I seen him do what he did with that, he took a gas mask. Mm-hmm. Okay, normally steamroller on a gas mask. For those that don't know, there's many different ways to smoke. Tobacco, CBD, Word. marijuana. Word. Gas mask is obviously one of the most aggressive forms. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is a full immersion of marijuana, tobacco, or CBD gas. Sure. Right there in there. No breathing, anything else. You are forced to hit it. That'll Normally you do it with a steamroller, which has the end of it open. Okay, the end of it open. So you can smoke a steamroller all by itself. It's basically just one of the most basic forms of pipes. You have a little bit of a male part, enter into a pipe that is like this, put the weed up top, obviously a little filter. You light there, you cover, pull, open, f- kind of clear. Same thing you do with a bong, same thing you do with a bowl. It just has a fully open end piece there that if you move your hand, wide open. So normally a gas mask has that because at least there's a chance for the end of it to breathe. Yeah. What he hit was like this. That's a bong at the end of that. There is really, except for the tiny little hole where the male piece is going into the bottom there, which would normally have water in the bottom of that, there's really no air getting into that thing no. other than just straight. Not It's not cut up at all with actual air. It's not mixed with actual air. Mm-mm. It is pretty much just straight smoke. Yeah. He didn't cough one time. Nope. Didn't flinch. He laughed. Yeah. This guy's lungs are the greatest lungs in the history of lungs. My immediate thought. As soon as I saw the video, I go, holy fuck, that dude's doing that with a bong in the end. Holy shit, that dude just ate that thing. Yeah, dog. And then I thought to myself, have I ever seen that before? No. I've seen a lot of great football players <laughs> take it and then get beat by that gas mask. I just watched Laramie Tunzel fucking eat it, laugh, keep it moving. Yeah. So I saw it as an advantage for Laramie Tunzel. Mm-hmm. The NFL did not see it that way. A lot of people in the NFL. He falls in the draft. Kind of has a stigma around him as if it's a bad thing because he obviously smokes marijuana. Yep. A lot of marijuana. He was in college. Fucking sue him. You know, pretty much how people were treating him. 
and he's just going on to be a fucking dog, dude. Stud. Yeah. First with Dolphins, and obviously he gets traded over to the tech. Dog. Absolute dog. Gets paid again, negotiates his own deal. I'm fucking happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. Good good. He wasn't supposed to be like this. They were trying to kill him yeah. night one. Good. Literally night one, they were trying to kill him. And good for the Texans, too, because if you are going to draft quarterback number two overall or wherever they end up doing it, it'd be nice to have one of the best tackles in the league protecting and not have, have him not have to worry about his blind side. St. Omni, thanks for the shout out, yeah, guys. Whoever you are, he's omnipresent. How about Ian Rapport acting like a weirdo earlier? He well, was acting like a weirdo. Yeah. Very weird. Why was he doing that? You think? Not a good card right. player. So he he is a weirdo. I think he was just potentially scared of the. I don't know how many people have a St. Omni plug. Like I think he's one of the only connects, right? Uh, Sounds okay. like it. nobody else is really getting St. Omni text. Yeah. So I think Ian's like, he didn't want to ruin that. One. I'm not fucking this one. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. he's one of the best. St. Omni, well, whoever he is. I think St. Omni might just be Laramie Tunsil. Because if you mix up the letters in Laramie Tunsil, you can spell St. Omni. But when you can't yeah. spell St. Omni without Laramie Tunsil. But what about Roquan? There's a lot, there's a lot of Roquan news in St. Omni. Did Laramie too. do Roquan's deal? Roquan Smith. He's a good businessman. You can spell it with that, too, if you include his middle name. What if St. Omni? Exactly. That's yep. true. Which is what? St. and Omni. Roquan, yeah. Omni St. Omni St. Smith. 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 Boom. That's his actual. Yep. Can't spell his full name. No. Nope. Mm-mm. What if it's a fake person now that they're just negotiating with? Ah, St. Omni says. I think it, I think there's a chance. It's very possible. It's not a bad play. Yeah. No. That's it's a great negotiation play. Gumpy thinks he found a photo. We are not going to post it. Gumpy, I had to watch because I saw, I almost saw, Z, I thought I saw Zito going. I'll pull right. it up out of the group text. Gumpy thought he found a photo of St. Omni. I've mm-hmm. seen St. Omni, I think. What we think is St. Omni. Gumpy's one of the greatest internet fishermen in the history of internet. Ever. Ever. Literally, literally sure. ever. One of the greatest internet fishermen, which is a talent, a skill, yes. a weapon that people do not recognize. It is going to be a part of every business going forward, though, pretty much. Yeah. If you're a good internet fisher, if you can go find things on the internet, you are going to have a successful career for the next probably 60 years if you can get good at that. Yeah. Gumpy is remarkable at it. Has an incredible talent. What is his middle name? Roquan's middle name is Davon. Oh, yes. Boom. That does work. D-E-V... Works. D-A... Forget it. It's D-A-E-V-O-N. I believe Zito is reading it off the internet right there. To your point, though, you can ask Gumpy. You can can give him three words to describe a video and he'll have it for you. I said, Gumpy, I saw this one guy. He said, like, something. If we could find that, I think it would be good for the overall thing. You got it, Paul. Right away, Paul. Thank you, Harold. Thought you'd have a challenge for me, Paul. <laughs> That's Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Mm-hmm. Yep. Boom. Thought he's you were going to have a hard one for me. <laughs> Is that the red or the white? Okay. That's like Gumpy on the internet. Yeah. Just in a much cooler fashion with a better beard than that mm-hmm. guy. And he, he always finds... He always finds his catch. He, he really gets, does, doesn't he? Yeah. Gets oh, his yeah. man. And if he doesn't, it'll keep him up for days. He gets very pissed off yes. about it. And then later, once he finds something, if there's a time for it to come back up, it's coming. Hey, just a reminder, fucking found it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so everybody knows. I think I Gumpy's batting 1,000. Oh, yeah. I've honestly never seen him miss. No. Yeah. I said, Gumpy, didn't I say? Gumpy, I had to have said that. I already found it. Oh, I remember. Well, Tuesday? Was I knew it Wednesday? I had this fucking video. Dude, yeah. You didn't say it just like that. You you said this, though, Paul. Pretty close, though. That's it, Gumpy. People are saying that Gumpy is artificial intelligence. That's why he hasn't been around. 
It would make wow. sense if he was Chat GB or G- Chat Chat Gumpy. Yeah. Chat yeah. GUMPY. Chat GUMPY. Yeah. He's remarkable. Yeah, it's next level. That's why trying to explain to these immigration people about why nobody else could have because one of the things is like, is he taking a job from an American? It's like, how do I explain this? Yes. No, he is not taking a job from anybody, but also he is a like a one of one talent. Yeah. I've not met a talent that is like, but you government do not have any appreciation for what this man's no. skill is for our business. It is a tough, it's been a tough go mm-hmm. trying to explain that whole thing. Actually, Nobody, he may be taking a job from AI, which in the end is good for humanity. Yeah. Hell yeah, he is one of the last remaining robots we have. Yes. That's right. Shout out to Robot Gump. Yeah, him in the air. Him, him in the air. Tom Pelissero, Tony and Rapport. Pat that eight minutes ago, bro. Except the arrow could never find a video like Gumby could. He can find a fucking yeah, memo. bylaw, though. Right. Yeah. He, he can only, certainly find a... He can only see in zeros and ones. So. Yeah, but now that we're saying this, Gump is going to have this locked down now. I'm going to fucking read these memos now, pal. Pal! The, the NFL sends out a memo every night. That's kind of like Pelissero's thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pelissero has the ability to read an NFL memo quicker than everybody else, digest it better than everybody else, and... Explain it to humans as if they're in fifth grade better than everybody else, quicker than everybody else. Yeah. That's Pelissero's talent. Mm-hmm. It is an actual talent. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of people have it. Not a job that I could do or many other people could do. Insanely oh, high reading comprehension. He's got to be doing, uh, shh, right, speed reading thing? Yeah, probably. But what? also, like you said, like it's, it's one thing to just like find what people, like the piece that needs to be pulled out, but then to actually have read it quick enough and understand what it is saying and then to be able to translate it into layman words so that the masses can actually understand it. Like that that's is a, a talent. True, that is yeah. a true talent. That's a that's a talent in in the world that he is in. For sure. That not a lot of people have. Oh, Just yeah. like the Gumpy talent of being able to find mm-hmm. shit. Like that's a talent that Gumpy has that how do you explain it? He finds shit better than everybody else, quicker than everybody else. Oh, okay. That sounds like a real talent. Mm-hmm. No, real talent. Yeah, yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea. That's like Pelissero's weapon. That's why we couldn't really talk to Pelissero anymore. Because every time we talked to him, it felt like we were talking to a memo, though. Yeah, yeah. league encyclopedia. Yeah. yeah, it was like, this guy is clearly on the side of the memo every mm-hmm. single time because he's read the entire thing. And so we need a little dancing, Pelissero. We need a little. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's stupid, Pelissero? Come on, Tom. Of course not. Oh, no, because in Article 27A, they explain that they're also doing bam, 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 bam. And it's like, okay, great point, but that doesn't, okay, no. Tom. I did not Tom, are you sent Hey, he was in a band, bro. He was. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like a rock star, dude. He is. Yeah, that video. Tommy and the Heartbreakers. Nuts. It's amazing how intelligent, what was that? Tommy and the Heartbreakers. Tommy P and the Heartbreakers? Tommy, yeah. and the Heartbreakers. Tommy P and the Heartbreakers? He's yeah. a dog, bro. He is. So him, Rap, and Garofalo are a team. Yeah. Uh-huh. Rap depends upon Pelissero to get the memos. Mm-hmm. And then Garofalo and Ian are hitting the streets as hard as they possibly can mm-hmm. all the time. So. Yeah, they're the people people. Ian's got the, the contact. Yeah. I've been boozing with Bulldogs, sleeping on a job as the Thielen News breaks. Yeah. Can't have that. No sun. sale out of the Commanders organization, though. We thought there was potentially going to be a Dan Snyder sale this past weekend with how quickly everything seemed to be escalating over in Washington at the Commanders facility. Allegedly, the Snyders had moved everything out of their offices and everything that is theirs out of the building for the commanders to potentially open up for a quick sale of them. Josh Harris, who I believe is of the 76ers, was alongside Mitchell Sayers, Mitchell something, some other folks with Uh money 
they were the last people that were being closely affiliated with buying the commanders and becoming a new ownership group. We have to remember that with every new owner that comes into the NFL, we assume they're either going to be the richest owner in the NFL or top three richest owner in the NFL. The commanders structured contracts this offseason by delaying signing bonus payouts until May. Typically, players get paid within a month. That can mean the sale of the team is close and the bonus payouts become the responsibility of the next owner. That story is coming from Ben Standig via Ari Mirov, who is also an aggregator of information on the internet and has an incredible talent formerly in the real estate world. Mm -hmm. Found out that he understands the internet real estate quicker and better than everybody else. That would be a Dan Snyder move until the very end. If he said, yeah, bonus is coming in May. All right. We got to sell this thing by April. (laughs) Let's get the fuck out of here. That would be a Dan Snyder move through and through all the way to the very end. Seems like they're on the move. Very wealthy owner coming in. Let's assume they're going to spend. Are they going to get a new name? I wonder. all. I I wonder all that too, but it's it's surprising how quiet it is. Like, there's some of these things leaking out, but you would think by now, unless that all of the 32 owners meeting is very, 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 very quiet, but like you would think that something would leak out by now. Like, hey, it's definitely happening sometime in the next couple of weeks. Like, that, seems like it too is. many moving parts, right? This is the most we've seen. Yeah. Move the shit out of the office. The bonuses would be a very Dan Snyder that, play. Yeah. Uh-huh. That'd be a very Dan Snyder move. Draft is coming up. Like every every sign point. They haven't built a new stadium. No. no. The new owners and stuck with be, a new stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have to pay for that. Have to pay all the bonuses. I'm surprised they didn't just give Lamar Jackson $240 million guaranteed. Yeah. Money due years two and three. <laughs> yeah. That would be the bigger, I guess, indicator that a sale is imminent. But we've been on the precipice of a sale for the commanders for, what, two years now, yeah. it feels like. Well, and you wonder if, you know, like obviously the NFL is a business that everyone's trying to get into and it's a cash cow and it's going to continue to make money. But you do wonder if, like, just like the massive undertaking that it will be, whoever the next people who own this, because it, like you said, you know, it's build a new stadium. I think you're right. I mean, I think you have to change the name. You have to do all. Do you? Got, you? I wonder. I That's a big deal. To. You got to get. Re- I think you have to get rid of all the stink sto- associated with it from the. You got to move it out of that area. stadium. Exactly. Out of that area, right? Sure. Didn't they say they'd have to move to Virginia or yeah, something? There's exactly. like a spot like, in Virginia. Like it's a massive undertaking to do all this. And granted, like. You know, you're going to see, you're going to reap the rewards of it down the road. But, like, you know, if, if, like, you're going to have to put so much time and energy into this whole deal that you wonder if some people are like, I just don't know if I'm ready to commit to that right now. Immediate baby face. Whoever comes in. Yeah, you follow Dan Snyder. Immediate, hey, I'm your savior. Not a bad spot. No, right. At all. From that, that perspective, but, that, but it's a massive that, investment. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't erase all the work oh, that no. you're going to have to do well, either. You when know? you're talking about the stadium being built, that's a couple of years for sure. Yeah. So they're going to whoever buys it's going to have to sit through some, you know, stuff for yeah. a bit well, and a rebuild front office, rebuild front business, rebuild mm-hmm. everything pretty much. What will that team look like two years from now? Will the name be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will they have a new stadium, new facility? There's a so – if you're a Commanders fan, you've obviously been punished a lot. Yeah. For sure. Like you've Hold been on. punished a lot. I think the next couple of years potentially – Exciting. A little bit of hope. Yeah, definitely. I think if, they, if the sale happens. Yeah. But what if he's just – what if this is all work? What if it's all just a fucking work by Dan Snyder, which would be a Dan Snyder move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, he took his yacht – to Napoleon's Island, home mm-hmm. island, whenever they were trying to subpoena him to testify in front of the House Committee for Congress about his workplace practices, he said, what? I don't see it. Nope. Taped his pockets shut. Yep. Put duct tape around his hands, allegedly. Mm-hmm. 
and walked right up to the person trying to serve him papers and said, well, I don't see it. I don't see it. I can't tell I don't you see it. They even put like tape on the back of it so they could say that they delivered to him. He wore non-stick clothes. Yep. Yeah. So for like three months, two months, mm-hmm. just, just did his own yeah. thing. Whole yeah. summer. Dan Snyder lives by his own set of rules, does whatever the fuck he wants, and has always felt that way allegedly. Yeah. Until yeah. they do sell the team, I think whenever the team does officially get sold, that's when, like as a fan, it's like, okay, we can – you can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel now. Like, who knows what's going to happen? It's obviously gonna, probably going to be a while before they're any good, but it it also could, you know, I mean, if it's an owner who comes in who's willing to spend a shitload of money, like, you could, you know, theoretically change things pretty fucking quick. Allegedly, Bezos was getting in there with, like, McConaughey and oh. Jay-Z. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Bezos wasn't in. Yeah, that and probably then- would have been the ticket. That's a lot of money coming in. Yeah. I don't know if the other owners necessarily pump for that because what Haslam did with Deshaun Watson, True. you would assume Bezos would do. I saw somebody tweeting about the money in escrow. I think Josh Lane was the guy's Twitter name. We'd have to look it up. Josh Lane, I think was his name. John Lane. Oh, I saw the tweet in scrolling. NBC Washington guy. He was talking about when the money would need to be due for escrow. And how much money it would have to be if the Ravens were going to give okay. Lamar Jackson a $231 million guarantee. Since the league year already started, I think the money wouldn't be due until the next league year, allegedly. From this guy's tweet, I forget his name. Golly. He was talking about this money isn't due until next March 15th or whatever mm. the next league year is. Any amount of money that would be due would be a certain percentage of it because if you were to sign a deal to one of these players, which is why we think new ownership with new money, a lot of money would be a weapon for the team immediately because they're able to put the money into escrow that is a guaranteed cash for a contract. For instance, what Haslam was able to do with Deshaun Watson, when he gave him $230 million guaranteed, he had to have that money physically on hand, fluid, liquid, and put it into escrow hold so that it never disappears or goes anywhere if he was to make any poor investments or banks were just to disappear. Right. Which... Which is happening. That one... Whoa. What do you mean? We don't know. It is. Apparently, allegedly, that is taking place. But that is something that keeps some owners shied away from doing the massive guaranteed deal. That's always been an excuse that they've used because not only do you have to put the guarantee for that particular player that is 200 and some million, but every other player on the team too that has a guarantee, you have to have all that money kind of sitting somewhere so that the player can get paid out guaranteed and they can't invest that, use that, let that sit, have that money, make more money. And some people, I don't think, have that money liquid to be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Tone, what'd you find? The uh, the bill for the escrow payment wouldn't become due until March 31st, 2024, uh, if they went and got Lamar right now. Is that from a tweet? This is from an article from Pro Football Talk. Is the only thing that I could find. Okay, so a tweet must might have came from, from that. that on the internet. Apparently, his name is not Josh Lane. If you guys search that, so I could be way off. And I apologize to whoever put that tweet into my world, and I'm not giving you proper uh, credit. But it was a scroll there. So I think that does help potentially with the whole guaranteed money to Lamar. Maybe getting that deal done somewhere here. Hopefully in the, before July 18th or whatever. Yeah, so for the Watson contract, just because that's a similar situation, does that mean the money was put into escrow by like this these Probably. weeks here and then you just get the – you only have to pay the 45 in signing bonus right away? Yeah, I think so. So it's kind of a way to delay money. Very doable. Then. Yes, I think so for somebody, especially new money coming into the league. I think a Lamar Jackson deal is going to happen. Well, especially with home the home game revenues that we saw. There's people saying there isn't going to be a deal done, though. Hmm. I guess we'll see what this interview is all about. 
Yeah, we'll go to Lamar Jackson Entertainment, I-775, his new YouTube channel. He'll be dropping an interview this week where it appears as if he'll be talking about everything going on. Yeah. He was talking about coming into the West Coast offense, uh, into the NFL in the West Coast offense, and this particular clip that was previewing kind of what he's going to drop this week at some point at Lamar Jackson I seven no Lamar Jackson Entertainment I seven seven five new YouTube page. I apologize. I assume it's going to crush. Yeah, just like anybody else that has a YouTube page that they invest in. I assume this is going to do very very well. I think it's going to be like a tell all situation though, and hopefully that'll be something that'll inspire some teams to be more interested in Lamar, or at least give us all uh, a little bit more explanation of what the fuck's going on potentially behind the scenes. I think a deal is going to get done personally. I think there's going to be an owner that is desperate somewhere that is going to say, I don't have to put this money up until next year, and I get Lamar Jackson, an immediate head turner and ticket seller. I'm going to do it, even though right now it sounds like nobody's going to. Well, and with the timeline being kind of dragged out a little bit and having more time to do it, like I guess we could, you know, we'll see what teams get desperate after the draft, like if things don't yeah. fall their way, and it's like, okay, we kind of tried everything we could. Yeah, like the Colts potentially. We That's tried it. everything we could. Things didn't roll our way. Like we got to go get Lamar now. What? They're doing this so that someone else can do the deal, and then the Ravens are going to pay. It. I know that's what I'm thinking as well, that's, that's, and I think well, every team is scared to death to do all the work yes. to do the negotiation, and then the Ravens be able to match it. But if Lamar signs his tender, it's just a trade. Yeah, it doesn't have. They can't just automatically match it. You know. Well, yeah, because then it becomes like Lombardi said. What they could give him a one and a three. Yeah, they can kind of negotiate that whole thing. Don't yep. you still think there's a number though that like some team like they know like hey we're probably going to have to pay a little bit more, but I would assume the these teams. Go over are operating under the assumption like, hey, there's a number that the, the Ravens are not going to match. We'll continue to talk about it, especially until the video drops at Lamar Jackson Entertainment I-775 YouTube. Another number that was chatted about this weekend by the man himself, Odell Beckham Jr. said, who the fuck said I'm looking for $20 million a year? What is this all about? I just said I ain't taking four a year. It's, yeah. What I was almost the MVP of the Super Bowl the last time I played football. Obviously, everybody's seen what I was able to do as soon as I got to the Rams. You can judge me for how the Cleveland Browns situation went and how the ending at the Browns went. But when I got to the Rams, I scored a touchdown every single week. I was a dog. I've rehabbed completely. I am healthy. Uh, we saw Prince Amakamura put the video out. He looks good. Yeah. Sounds good. There was a lot of teams interested. He's still a free agent, though. Mm-hmm. So the $20 million a year guarantee was potentially something that was maybe drawing some teams off the OBJ sent, maybe. Then he came out, tweeted, who said that? I think that's good news. I appreciate the fact that Odell is speaking about his situation currently, and I hope he ends up with a great team. He's tweeted Saquon Barkley. Obviously, he knows Von Miller very well. He was in Dallas uh, whenever he was doing his recruiting pitch, and Jerry Jones was recruiting him. Jerry Jones is the one that told us he wasn't healthy, actually. Jerry Jones said he ain't going to be back for four or five weeks, and then we're deep into the playoffs. I don't know if now's the time. We learned that. We didn't know that. We thought he was all the way healthy. They trade for Brandon Cooks from Houston. They were in conversations with Adam Thielen. Are they still thinking about bringing in Odell Beckham Jr.? We do not know. But the Odell Beckham Jr. free agency continues, and I think a lot of us are very confused by it all. Yeah, and it still feels like, to me, Buffalo is like the main place that he'll go. Did Stephon Diggs unfollow the Buffalo Bills on his Instagram? 
There's been a lot of that stuff this entire offseason. A lot of tweets. I don't know what's yeah. real and what isn't real. And mm-hmm. I could have just done the research. I apologize for not doing that. But it was in the middle of me just getting, yeah, you know, just buried this weekend on the internet. Yeah, that's hard to imagine, though, because he just restructured his contract to clear, like, five-something in cap space. And they've done that with Josh Allen and Von Miller, and they really haven't made that big splash yet. And that's kind of why it feels as though OBJ is kind of the answer to both Rodgers, obviously, with the potential New York Jets trade that that's coming, kind of match that on offense and also Jalen Ramsey in Miami. Like, they need to kind of respond to that a little. Odell's a dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. D-Hop's a dude. Mm-hmm. So, There's a free agent list le- uh, left right now. There's some big names that are still available out there. Huge. Obviously, the first wave during the tampering period went a lot of big guys. Then the second wave went through. We had a lot of linebackers. We had some big names move and big names sign. We still have some people on the board. Will they be on the board all the way through the draft? Mm. So teams have a little bit better understanding what their roster needs or what it doesn't need. I uh, forget who we were talking to, but they basically said going into the draft, you want to have all your holes filled so you can just draft best player. I think that was Ian Rappaport. So if you go into the draft, you don't have all your holes filled. You plan on utilizing the draft to fill some of your holes on your roster. Those are two different strategies, two different situations that teams find themselves in going into the draft. We need a guy at this position or we're filled. We're just looking for best available player that we can add into our roster and hopefully make us better. So we'll find out a lot about what teams are doing what. Sounds like the Carolina Panthers are still going to be making some free agency plays after mm-hmm. talking to Adam Thielen. Dalton Schultz still being yeah, out there. Good. Yeah, very good. Zeke Elliott has some great football left in him, we think. Marcus Peters is a dog. dog. Rocky Sin was traded from the Colts yep. to the Raiders, played good football. Yeah, Clowney's out there. Dra- Lamar Jackson, free agent. I guess he's been available if you look at the technical terms there. DJ Chark, who was allegedly heading over to the Carolina Panthers, is there. Yannick Ngakwe is a player. Huge. Isaiah McKenzie's a dog. Frank Clark is a weapon. Leonard Floyd's still out there. Mm-hmm. A little. Will Compton can still fucking add sure. to a team. That's Absolutely. Right. Taylor Lewan, I've seen him this weekend. He looks like he's ready to take yeah. on Fight some guys. shape. Hell yeah. Teddy Bridgewater obviously going to end up somewhere, we'd assume, because he's a very viable backup quarterback option, and that is something that you need in the NFL, especially at the rate. I would assume he's going to command at this particular stage of his career. Isaiah Wynn? Yeah, some of the names are almost like too big. Like they probably want money because they deserve it, but the contract's being handed out. Yeah, if you look at what happened with CJGJ, allegedly what's being reported is the Eagles made an offer to CJGJ. He did not accept it. He wanted something bigger. So they made a play. The Eagles didn't kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. CJGJ hit the market. The market allegedly via Jeff McLean. This might have been where Jeff Lane. Could've, this could've might have been. been. Oh, yeah. Because I just learned of Jeff McClain. Great work out of Jeff McClain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If this is all accurate, we're not 100% sure. But Jeff McClain, who has a great name and appears to be a dog, has a good tie there in the profile photo. He basically says that the Eagles made him an offer. He was looking for more. They moved on, signed Bradbury and extended Darius Slay, who we thought was not going to be an Eagle anymore because he was allowed to look for other teams. And his agent, he and his agent overvalued, not realizing the market. The league viewed him as a risk, is what Jeff McClain is saying. We did not say that. I would love fucking CJGJ yeah. on any team that I'm a fan of. And then he took a prove-it deal for $8 million with the Detroit Lions, who congrats to the Lions. Yeah, huge gift. Hell yeah. 
Hey, he's a dog, and also he's going to be very eager to make plays because he's on a one-year deal with the Lions. This is a great fucking signing by the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'm fired up, and he played under Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn when they were with the Saints together. And then, yeah, I mean, the Lions had a terrible secondary. We're secondary in the league last year, and now they added three free agents that are proven vets. So 10-7 and seven in a playoff win has never been so fucking real, and I'm yeah. not kidding right now. How about the brand-new Lions, It's bro? unbelievable. I mean, Brad Holmes has done a really good job as GM. I can't think of one thing that he did bad. You could say the Hawkinson trade was a little much, but it's turned out to be good. He's, he's fucking kicking ass, and it just makes a huge difference. Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl whenever he went to the Rams, and they picked up Jared Goff's contract, but Jared Goff has played fucking great, great football. Really no one expected it. As far as NFC quarterbacks go, he's, he's played great football. Top five. Yeah. Easily. We don't like the PR person up there anymore. No. But that is not going to hinge on us talking about the reality of what the Lions are. Yeah, JG. Fucking one other team outcome away from going to the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beat the Green Bay Packers last game of the season. It was supposed to be a go to the playoffs game. They won. So close. What happened earlier in the day? Uh, Something you guys got Seattle. The Rams should have beat Seattle. The refs were pretty suspect that game. And then, yeah, it didn't matter after that for us. But huge favorites to win the NFC North. I can't remember the last time that's happened. Probably since I actually can't think of it since I've been alive. Your favorite over the Vikings? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Wow. Ty, Ty, I was thinking of all these things as I was just getting. Brutally buried by the Packers fans this weekend. Mm-hmm. Worth it. 100% understand. Agreed. You got to do what you got to do. When you're on the internet, you're going to get killed sometimes. I completely understand. They were creative. They were solid. They were ruthless. Blocked a lot of people. Okay, had to. Mm-hmm. You are never winning one of our Twitter giveaways. <laughs> Can I, I cannot do it. With mm-hmm. what you just said, I will not allow you to be a part of it. Absolutely not. Clever. Ruthless. Great shit talk. Some of very poor. But good good effort here. Just not allowing you to be in our universe. Have a good one, Sayonara. Feels like you would, wouldn't mind that anyways. A lot of people following me that say a lot of terrible things. I'm like, bro, you. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, bro. Yeah. What do we even, why do you follow me if you're just going to, if you feel that. Some of there was like some pent up, felt like a couple years worth of. Oh, yeah, coming to grips with Rodgers leaving. They, they were killing me. I mean, I was getting, I was trending Saturday morning. I've talked about this. I woke up, I was trending. I was like, what am I trending for? I was getting killed by the Green Bay Packers fans. I respect it. I appreciate it. And as I was thinking of everything they were saying to me, and as I was thinking to myself, like, we're going to find out who was right here. Like, the results oriented business, we know. I started thinking, well, the Vikings, they had a hell of a year this year. Very good. Hell of a year this year. Now, will they ever be able to go on and do what everybody thinks that they can never accomplish, which is like, can Kirk and the boys go on and dominate and win the big one? A lot of people wanted that. They got a playoff win against the Saints a few years back, but are they going to be able to be the class of the NFC North? And then I started thinking to myself, they also got to worry about like the fucking Lions. Like, shoot, got to worry about the goddamn Lions right now. Lions have obviously had the Packers number for a long time. That's been something I think has always been good battles. But I started thinking to myself, like, there's an opportunity, a chance here. The Packers... They're going to have to battle for this. It's not just easy. It's not like an easy division to just like continue to have success and go to the playoffs and go to deep into the playoffs and win some playoff games. Yeah. It's a much harder road to get in in the NFC North now than it was six years ago or seven years ago, it feels like. And the Lions are one of the main reasons why. Foxy, that's got to feel pretty fucking good, though. I'll be honest, it's weird. Like, it's so weird. I'll be curious to see how with – 
now expectations are high. I mean, we won nine games last year. We'll see how other teams perceive us. Our schedule naturally will be harder because of that. But, yeah, I mean, they got everything. The O-line's still all there. Two great running backs. The wide receivers are incredible. Goff, there's no reason he shouldn't have another good year with Ben Johnson. The only thing that sucked and the only reason we didn't make the playoffs last year was the defense. They shirt up the secondary, got awesome draft picks now. I mean, there is no reason to think that this team can't go win 10 games in a playoff game. Like, I am dead serious when I say that. It's it's weird, I'll be honest. So to get in the playoff game, though, you would have to win a couple times probably in your division to win a wild card yeah. type situation mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So, like, Ty, is that a reality that I should not even be thinking about, or is that a reality that is actually in the Packers universe? I mean, it's certainly possible. I'm definitely going to bet on the Packers to win the division. Hell yeah! It'll yeah. be the best value that I'll probably ever get. Yep. You know, may not get it again. And, um, you know, typically good franchises find a way to win. That know? is real. It might not Hell be yeah. this year. They might not go to the playoffs this year, but typically good franchises find a way to kind of get back to the, uh, the the mountaintop. Okay, so they got two years with Jordan Love, right? Yeah, yeah they have to pick up his fifth year by, what, like May 1st or May 15th or Are something. Are they going to do that? Well, that's though. what I wondered if they'll do. Because it's the Danny Dimes. The Danny Dimes route, May, which I think you probably should do. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why you'd pick up a guy. Like, they haven't, you haven't seen him play yet. Like, make him fucking play, you know, and, and see if if it's worth, you know, doing that. Once again, they've put themselves in this situation. For yeah. sure. Same group that is in power right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. But I also think, you know, like... What other choice do you have? Like, I, I think that would you, – you'd look like – Jordan has a chance to be good, bro. Absolutely. absolutely. And I, Jordan, and Jordan I, has a chance. And I really hope he does. But you'd look – you know, from a front office standpoint, like you would look really bad if you pick up his fifth year, and he has an awful year this year. And I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think Dude, it'll happen. The Lions are a team. You know what's the funny? The Vikings are a team. I mean, the Bears have the ninth overall pick, and they just got DJ Moore, and Justin Fields is pretty good last year. Yeah. The NFC North is the fucking real deal. Yeah. It's, it's not like Jordan Love is getting dropped into like a fucking easy situation here. It's no, not like no. the NFC South or another one. Like the AFC South for a while, a lot of people knocked. Like AFC South is a weak division. Yeah. The NFC North, I think a lot of people potentially knocked because how dominant yeah. the Packers have been for a long, long time. Right. And it just seems like at this exact moment – Everybody's getting good over mm-hmm. there. That yeah. is a real. And you know what's funny? I, since this I've, is Gunther Kunz's legacy. Yeah, yeah. This is Mark Murphy's like, and this is Jordan Love's legacy. Mm-hmm. It is not an easy time to be in the NFC North at all. And I was thinking about a lot of that stuff as I was getting buried. But Packers win. That's what the fucking Green Bay Packers yeah. do. Right, Foxy? Team. Yeah, exactly. And guess what? Since I've known Ty for six years now, six years ago, he would always tell me, literally every single time we talked Packers Lions, Foxy. Nothing matters until Aaron Rodgers is out of the division. And now we're here. The Lions are actually good. And now I feel like I have a chance. Like he We're not fucking- there yet. We're not here yet, remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are we classifying the Lions as good, too? They didn't make the playoffs last year. They haven't. Oh, yeah. We're comparing them to the Lions. Yeah. 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 Come on. Right. Lions of old. Well, no, no. Foxy said now the Lions are good. They were good. Nine wins. Nine late. It's really good for the Lions. There's another game. Added so nine wins is different now than whenever there were sixteen games, but they beat the Packers in what they thought was at Lambo at Lambo prime Sunday night football. Yeah, the story started out one and six too. So that second half of the season, they were a good football. Packers win that game, Aaron might still be there. What's that? Packers win that game, Aaron might still be there. There's a chance. That's interesting, isn't it? And then they win a playoff game, and then another one. That's why with the value of like Lions, the Lions. Holy fuck, dude. 
And Michigan go- State wins too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Foxy's living. Oh yeah. We knew and it. That if was, you want that was a layup. Yeah. Was it? I didn't yeah. know. Oh yeah. Okay. That yeah. had Izzo written all over. Sure it. Did. it really did. It's weird. Like you get these teams that don't have great regular seasons, and then Izzo gets into the tournament and he exceeds everyone's expectations, beats teams he's not supposed to beat. I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking make the final four now. That's just Bingo. what he does. It makes no sense. There was an awesome moment where Michigan State was on like a seven zero run or something, and they needed to get a stop. Maybe like three minutes left, four minutes left. I forget what it was. And I saw Izzo on the sideline yeah. go like, let's fucking go. I don't know what he said, but it was something like that. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, I love that. Then uh, the other team went 7-0, 7-0 like that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, my God. Because like, I was watching at home, and I saw Izzo get excited, and I'm like, I'm pumped Ooh. up. I assume these dudes, like this is when they're about to go. Yes. College basketball is such a game of runs, bro. Yeah. Oh, such yeah. a game of runs. Being able to control oh, it, yeah. it is a crazy thing. And it feels like Izzo is able to do that every single time he's in a tournament. Yeah, exactly. And you just got to be on the the – Clock strike zero, and you better be on that run, otherwise you lose the game. That's what all these games come down to. And to your point, like if you got a bad game, it stinks. But when you have a great game, oh, it's fucking sick. awesome. awesome. Yes. College basketball is awesome when there's a great game because you'll see some of the, like um, what's his name, Roberts, the five foot eight point guard for FDU. From, oh, from FDU, FDU. Uh, I forget his name. He's number eight. He had a sleeve on. Mm-hmm. He was like one of the quickest, most He's so explosive. Yeah, Kansas State had one of those too. One of the most explosive dudes I've ever seen. Number yeah. eight, and he did this behind the back crossover of a guy while in the arc Ooh. on the side of it, and then shake, and then like a reverse layup. And I was like, "That's the greatest play I've ever seen in my entire life." And then the other guy, and it was like a middle of runs. Guy went down. Put up a three. It hit the top of the backboard, mm-hmm. okay, and bounced all the way up. That's what college basketball is. Yep. You're going to see, like, maybe one of the greatest plays you've ever seen. And then in the middle of a very serious time, a very pivotal moment, there's a chance you see a ball miss the entire arena, mm-hmm. like, out of nowhere. Good college basketball is tough to beat them. What the fuck's going on? This is exciting as hell. And that's what I realized this weekend, I think. Well, and that's what, like, we can joke about, you know, the stuff, like, giving Foxy shit about Izzo with, like, the, you know, February, Izzo, April, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, coaching in the NCAA tournament matters so much. And you could tell, like, the really good coaches when you have very few days to prepare for a team that you've never played before. Like, that's what it meant. Like, he's just, he outcoached Andy Enfield from USC, outcoached Shaka Smart. Like, Shaka's a good coach, too, right? Nah, he hasn't been worth shit since VCU. Really. Oh, you want the USC, right? He got fired at Texas. As, and, a, oh, yeah. as a dog, he's good. As, yeah, as a dog, he's good. As a favorite, not so much. But, it, like, it really is. Like, Izzo, like, especially those, like, these, like this Michigan State team was supposed to be kind of garbage this year. They're the only big team. Big Ten team left. Yeah. Like, because Izzo is just, he's a great coach. And when you don't have very many days to prepare, like, those guys are always going to play hard. They're going to play good defense. And then they have some dogs in, in uh, like, their guard plays is, is just very good. Indiana late last night gave one up. Man. Thought Take they were going to win. My wife's family, massive Hoosier fans. Yeah. They were not happy that Purdue got beat the way they did either because represent for Indiana. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in Indiana here. But Indiana winning for the Indiana Hoosier fans, I think, was like another. We got it from here, Purdue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then last night, late night, I didn't make it through the night, but they like did not. Slapped. Yeah, it was not yeah. good, right? Miami's been. Miami, yeah. Very good. Hey, they're players. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Then they get their best guy back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had a great game. Did Brandon Miller score any points? Yes, he had 19 in the second game of. All right, here we right. go. All right. Gonzaga and Timmy, they're, they're still winning. Yeah, they yeah. didn't cover, though, right? No. Mm-hmm. Oh. Bro. That was an all time miss. 
What a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. That was yesterday? Yes, mm-hmm. last Four night. Four and a half. Late night last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I didn't get to see it. I was passed out. Me too. Game over. Oh, yeah. Gone. Inbound, dribble out. This thing's over. Move on, TCU. Yeah. Congratulations. Great showing in basketball. Just like congratulations. Great season in football. TCU's doing their thing. 0.8 seconds left. How much was it? Yeah, it was probably point, point, point seven. Point seven, and they rolled it. Uh, I did some. Even They're down how many? 84, seven, 78. Six. Six. Six, yeah. yeah. So I, I did some even more. Nine, four and a half. Mm-hmm. More research. Uh, they were up by seven, I think, with nine seconds left. And then TCU hit uh, a three to cut it down to four. And then TCU fouled with 0.7 seconds left. So they go, wow. even if they didn't do that foul, they would have covered. They go back to the line to get it to six. And then they hit the three. This three, though, ball rolling on court, like, you know when you watch basketball and it matters, and you're like, we don't want to start the countdown or the clock, so we'll let this thing yep. roll. LeBron actually did it the one year. Two years where, ago. Yeah, where yep. he wasn't playing really, mm-hmm. showing up mm-hmm. with the wine. Yep. He let it roll right out of bounds. That's right. He stopped the clock. Clock never started. That's yeah. right. Sick. He yeah. saved time. Saved the possession. Never had the ball, but saved time mm-hmm. for sure. We actually seen that happen. We're big LeBron James fans. He mailed it in that year. Down six, game over, under a second left. Let that thing roll. Guy picks it up around fucking half court. Like a movie. Yeah, Chuck. Christian Leitner like type. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like quick ball shot. Splash. No cover. And that's the game. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Gonzaga on another win. People had to be fucking sick. Yeah. Sick. Sick. I didn't discuss it. I probably I don't know if I'd bet again. I'd, There's worried, a, but I'd be pissed for a little bit. Did you see the NIT one as well? Eleven, uh, 11 and a half. I'm a little bummed, but I'm, I did not see. <laughs> 11 and a half with the NIT. That's on me. That's on me. West Virginia's been in there. I mean, I'm not watching. But the this game. is a terrible beat. It was, on, uh, it was on Twitter. It was an 11 and a half point spread. Guy shot it at the buzzer. They actually cut away from the game. So they don't, they don't show what happens, whether the ball went in or not. They're shaking hands during the line, and then the score changes. They cover 11 and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're up by, I think, How do they 14. Know? How do these people know? Last night with the fucking FDU plus 16 and a half, they got it wrong. Yep. As mm-hmm. soon as we seen it, we all knew it was wrong. It's like, we're all going to take advantage of this. I did. A lot of people did. We all did. We got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New Jersey school, come on. 17 points, they just fucking... That's a lot of points. Just yeah. beat Purdue. Then towards the end, it got to like 10, then to 12. Oh, yeah, if it would have been two more minutes, they would have <laughs> uh, lost by 20. I was about to say, these fucking sports books, these yeah. assholes. Because that was the safest win yeah. that I've had in a long time. That was a comfortable win. Like, we were up. Whole we were thing. up for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of that game, with like two minutes left, a minute 30 left, it got to like 10, then it got to 12, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So when I see Anderson... Yeah, Tobin... Tobin Anderson go like this. I'm like, fuck Stop it. Hey, nice guy. Thank God Tobin. this game's over or whatever. And then old buddy goes for the dunk. Imagine if that would have been. Oh. oh, my God. Would have been unbelievable, though, if that was to cover and he misses a dunk. Time runs out. Either way. Oh, yeah, you're right. That would have yeah. been an all-time If they were up cover. 15. Yes. If they are up 15 at that time, <laughs> yeah. eight seconds left, and Tobin's like, no, nah, we're good. And then that guy says, fuck that. Yeah. No, no, you're, you're, no, oh, no, oh, no, you no, 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 no. And then he misses. Uh, my guy, my guy, my guy. I do it on, you do it on purpose. You know, you want to give us a little scare. A lot of heartbreak city. Let's go to the phones here. Let's go to um, let's go to Juan in Kansas City. Juan, what's going on, pal? 
How we doing, boys? Keep it moving. Hell yeah, Juan. Obviously, you're on a 5 Energy phone line. Go to 5 Hour Energy's website to find over 15 flavors to choose from. With flavors like watermelon, tropical butterfly, blue raspberry, peach mango, and more. There's literally a flavor for everyone. You can even use promo code McAfee, that's M-C-A-F-E-E, to receive 20% off your order at the number 5 H-O-U-R-E-N-E-R-G-Y dot com. That's 5-Hour-Energy.com. Promo code MACV to receive 20% off your order of incredible 5-Hour-Energy. They come in the boxes. You can order just the boxes. Yeah, yep. it's like a mini and pack. Boom. You're like you're at the gas station, but it's shipped right to your house. Shout out to 5-Hour-Energy.com for keeping us energized for at least five hours every time in a delightful fashion. Now, Juan, yeah. in Kansas City, thank you for allowing me to do that. What do you want to talk about, pal? Yeah, so you guys were touching on a little March Madness, and... uh I'm an alum of the Kansas State University oh, going up yeah. against nice. uh, Foxy's Michigan State, whatever they're called. Uh, <laughs> oh! and I maybe we have a, a little remix, January, February, Tang, April and May. Nailed it. Thank hey. you, Juan. That's Tang, okay? You ain't got that. Tang. Tang. Why has everyone got to steal our logos? I mean, you guys try to steal Hockey Town, and now everyone wants to steal fucking January, February, is you guys a, think you created that? Did you guys create that? Uh, that's just been the same my whole life, so I assume oh, so. Okay. Okay, okay, I got it. I got it. Sure, Dr. Did Nate you? Naismith didn't have it named after him. <laughs> you right. created basketball. 152 times, right? 16 is played a one. So oh, it happens yeah. four times. Yeah. Happens four times a year. Mm-hmm. Four, so you start doing the math on how long that tournament has existed, right? Because the uh, 16 seeds are two and 150. Against number one overall seeds, Purdue being the second one. UC, no, University of Maryland, Santa Clara. Yeah, no. UMCB. Baltimore County or something. There it is, BCC. UMBC. There you get it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, University of Maryland, Santa Clara, California. Yeah. Yeah, that was what it was. But that's just only two times in 152 times. So you can start doing the math on how many times March Madness. Long fucking time, long, bro. Yeah, long, long time. time. I thought Tony was going to mention a different doctor with the last name in. What are you talking about? Come on. I thought you were going to throw a shot on Michigan State. I just wasn't sure what you were saying. Oh, Larry. Bad guy. I don't like to talk about bad people. Terrible guy. Bad guy. Terrible guy. Yeah. No one's trying to steal that one from you, Foxy. Well, <laughs> talking about Michigan State as a whole? Yep. Yeah. That happened when I was at school. It was wild. Yeah, we- yeah it was wild. Maybe you should have done something. All the professors. Foxy, what was that thing I seen last night that was your generation that I couldn't tell? No. JaVale McGee. No. Yeah. I set that in. This is bullshit. Yeah. I know you said to get in front of it. That was a smart idea. Yeah. No. It's mid generation. Everybody learned about our group text this morning whenever we were chatting with Brett Coleman about the situation that a misunderstanding that happened on the internet yesterday that ended with me getting called an absolutely horrible human being. But the timeline in the group text, I think, helped explain my side of the miscommunication a little bit more. And I had many faults in that whole story. But I think people don't truly understand this group text. It is the aggregator of information from around the entire NFL or the entire internet. Yes. At all times. And literally anything in there is fair game for this show. Mm-hmm. If it goes into the group text, there's a good chance it's going to be talked about in this show. We don't know when. Yeah. Could be four to five days later. Could be two to three weeks later. Yes. But if it's in that group text, it is going to be talked about. So it's an active thing. It's like a blog almost. Mm-hmm. Just of shit coming through there. Everybody's it's a fantastic creation. Yeah. It's our for you tab. It is, yeah, yeah it is yeah. phenomenal. Foxy sends in his generation ruining JaVel McGee's life. As JaVel McGee posted this on his Instagram, I do believe. Yep. Who think I don't know what he do on the internet and 
reaction or something. Look at this guy, Foxy. He's just on some nah. weird shit. This guy's on some weird shit. <laughs> yeah. This just trying to enjoy the man around here. We grew up before just social media age. You know what I'm saying? So, don't phase us. Like we, didn't have real, we didn't have real one step to us, and we really had to put down. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. So, it's cool. Well, he's, it's nuts. It's going to be on one of his it's gonna be on something. So when y'all see it, so when y'all see it, just know. Hey, just know, like, if I end up smacking this guy's phone out of his fucking hand, I've I've tried here. Yes. Yep. He didn't. I don't know how long the stare down continued by that weirdo with his phone two feet away from McGee's face. That's your generation of Fox. No, no, no. no, no. That kid's got to be 20. I'm 28. That's a yeah. full generation. Maybe two generations below me. JaVale McGee's a dog, though. He's from Flint, Michigan. He had every right to smack oh. that kid in the mouth. He should have smacked him in the mouth. I actually what was that said, kid doing? I don't understand, Fox. I don't know. jail for life. It should be legal to smack him in Allegedly. the mouth. Life without parole. Allegedly. Allegedly. Because <laughs> I believe that oh, was true, something that's... that somebody said about somebody. Right. But there's stuff like that all the time that I can send to the group that we'll miss. Like we missed um, Camel Harris's husband kissing Jill Biden, and then we got that sent in, and it was like, "Holy shit! How do we miss this, guys? What are we doing?" Every but, once in a while, some toxicity makes its way in there. Which yeah. I said that. I mean, if you come from an Italian background, that's not. I mean, that's that's saying, how you doing. That's saying hello. Yeah. You need to show me more. Yeah, I'm gonna need yeah, to exactly. see some tongue or something like that. And I don't know what's real on the internet either. So I'm a big uh, fake. Yeah, we saw the thing in Alaska with Dude. the moon just disappearing. Yeah. Arctic Circle, that ruined my life. I thought it was real. Neat. That editing was unbelievable. Good editing. Yeah. And it was neat. It was, like, it was super neat. neat. Yeah. I've never been there either, so like, sure, that's maybe that's yeah. what I heard. The yeah. amount of time that that editor... Watch out for deep fakes, boys. They're getting so more and more real. Deep fakes now. I've seen Tom Cruise doing some workout on a podcast with Howie Mandel. It was not Tom Cruise, though. Yeah, I was going to say. Was TC, is that the deep fake Tom guy? Probably. Yeah, he's good. He is unbelievable. Yeah, he's unbelievable. And he's in great shape, too. I think. Yeah. Now, if Tom, which he would never, and I don't even like to say, need a stuntman. I think this stop, guy. Stop. Don't even finish the sentence. Don't even think about finishing the sentence. You know the mistake. The fact you that the thought made. even came. Exactly. <laughs> and also, TC ain't fucking wasting his time with Howie Mandel. You don't know. They might be old friends from way no, back in the day. No, 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 no. Could you imagine Tom Cruise on America's Got Talent? Well, hello. Paul. What's your name and what are you doing today? My name's Tom Cruise. And I'm going to do everything. So jump off that building without yeah. a fucking parachute. They I'm could do Tom's Got Talent. And if you want to hit that golden buzzer, you should. Go ahead. And if you don't, I'm going right back up there again with another dirt bike, and I'm jumping off the fucking higher peak. Mm -hmm. Did you see the poster for the Mission Impossible movie? Uh-uh. Oh. They just caught Tom in full regalia. Free fall. Selling out, bike beneath him. Fucking, it, it is. Off the cliff. Oh, man. That, that, that one's going to be a rent the theater out for it. Yes. I can tell you that. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. TC. I'm just learning about TC. Mm -hmm. Only thing I knew about TC was him standing Boom. on his chair. There it is. At Oprah's, doing his thing. Right, being a wacko, yep. Because I don't know movies that much. <laughs> Ty Schmidt is one of Tom Cruise's biggest fans, has forced me to watch numerous things, and after this new Top Gun, can't help but go, God damn. Yeah, fucking exactly. What'd you watch, what'd you watch last night? Watched Edge of Tomorrow last night. Just a classic with him and El Emily Blunt. Unbelievable. Emily Blunt is uh, with The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Watch them get That's, ready together. They, yep. they like each other. It's a good time. They are super positive. Yeah. yeah. It's hard Just not to like be when you're drinking mono all the time. Well, Terra Mono. 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 Um, 
The Rock and Brendan Fraser had a moment. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that wasn't staged. What? (laughs) Come on, I thought it's Hollywood, bro. What do you think? Yeah, thank you. Fugay's like fake humans. No, no, no. Like Fraser was six hundred pounds a month ago. How do you think he got down to where he is now? The Rock. No, they won Best Makeup at the Oscars. Dewey went up to him and said, "Listen up, fucker. I know you just won Best Best Actor, but we're gonna act like we're having this. Stop it. You You saw it firsthand. There, buddies. You need to stop spinning your shit. Thank you, Nick. You guys got caught lying." About the great president that we're going to have in the future. I hope so. Dwayne the Rock. Yeah. Thank you. We'll see. I thought you guys knew something I didn't because you follow the movie world so closely. You guys are like, oh, Brendan Fraser and Rock don't like you. That's, that's a real story. That's love what the each trades other. Yeah. yeah. Trades and tabloids were saying it. Because yeah. of the mummy. Yeah, they love each other. The mummy. Brendan Fraser gave him his big, go- like, you know, hey, let's go. You're the Rock. Let's get you in this movie. And then after that, the Rock took off and left Fraser in the dump. Was also in what the are you talking about? Left circle. him? The guy's a grown man. What are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm just telling what are, you. What are we I'm talking just telling about? you what they're saying. This is what the tabloids are saying, brother. I don't like what you're saying about. Tara Mana's finder. It's not. Oh. I love Mana. I'm just saying. I'm not saying this. This is what people are talking about happening, which is an issue with our show every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Does young Jim. Rock and Young Rock? He did say that that was the worst decision of him doing that movie too. Scorpion King. What? Yeah. I just don't know if I. We're going to need a little more context than what you, you just said right there. Any of you seriously? <laughs> Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Drinking those Zevia Deuce. <laughs> I do not like it. It does not taste good. I don't care what. This Why are you coming after you. us, dude? It's not bad. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, hey, look, I get it's it. Not dude, do. How? Of course, it's not. I don't it know does, how this works. It okay? tastes like do. I don't know how there's zero calories, <laughs> zero carbs. It's the leaf. Zero sodium, zero fat, zero sugars, zero protein, and it doesn't have that aspartame shit in it. Somehow, yeah, this in here, you pop it. It's the stevia. Has a full thing. You the stevia leaf that's in it. That's where they come with. What's that guy? You know how? Yeah. Because it fucking tastes like shit. There's nothing in it. That's that's how. Fine, then fucking put it down and throw it out then, well, no, damn it. No, no, it. fucking you give it back. Give me my... No, I'll have it. it. I'll have it. I've had to hold Fork it over how long you guys But you fucking... sold this like this was a fucking ice cold dude reincarnated. It's, that, it hey, it's as not. close as it can get without the I don't the know why we're listening to Connor on food and drink takes. The guy grocery shopping at gas stations. as close as you can get. Okay. I, I I taste more Sprite in it. Yeah, I, I sure. enjoy the it Sprite is not taste. Do, yeah, maybe like uh, like what's the fucking? It's other diluted. It's lime? very cut. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a it's a very watery yeah, drink. Yeah, it's not fucking Ceramist. soda. <laughs> we know that. Yeah, guess what? It's not soda. Yes, good observation, you fuckers. Connor, no, don't lump me into this. Let's blame other people for not acknowledging what we've been up to. Yeah. We found chicken pizza. No, yeah, two yo. three carbs. Didn't we? Donuts. We found donuts on the internet. We've been keto sure, and those hard. all mm-hmm. tasted great, too. Wow, the pizza was pizza delicious. Pizza was good. It was just small. That was the that was problem. But the, also, that's kind of what you have to understand. If you're getting something called chicken pizza, you can't eat a lot of it, or else it's not. I see. You know, my big issue with it is it took seven years to get. Like, I don't think they knew the quantity yeah. of sales they were going to get from their social media run, this chicken pizza thing. Yeah, that was just for four of them, too. We just ordered... 45 of them. Yeah, so. because the texture of pizza needs to be back in my life. Mm-hmm. I need pizza, sure. but I'm also on keto. It has worked out. During the weekends, I certainly yeah. get after it. But it's been nice. I have did it all football season. I kind of got after it during the weekends. Now I've added in pickleball in the yeah. morning. Like I'm working out fasted cardio literally every single morning. I feel like I can live with this for a long extended period of time. But whenever we are doing keto, Sunday through Friday, it's tough. I would like to add a couple more things potentially in there. Chicken pizza was awesome. Mm-hmm. 
the Sprite with no aspartame <laughs> yep. has been a great addition. Yep. Thank you, Connor. Thank you for bringing it to our life. Oh, is Evia healthy? I mean, yeah. Hope you, lo- hope, you, hope you don't love your kidneys. Kidney Kiss damage. Goodbye. I mean, you can look up any. I've actually uh, that a, aspartame oh, thing. Right. Yeah, you, I looked up aspartame. <laughs> is is aspartame healthy? And there's sites that say yes. So I mean, you can look up. And this was 2017. So it's going to make you piss a lot. That's not good. We got to stay hydrated. We got to remember that. Which I have felt some effects from. I think all caffeine has a chance to do that. Yeah, liquids also. Allergic reaction? Okay. Just any? No, you've been drinking them, so you'd know already. But I'm just saying that's a risk and a side effect. Allergic reaction. Okay, could be allergic to this entire thing. (laughs) Hypoglycemia or low blood sugar, low blood pressure. That's good, right? You don't want high blood pressure. (laughs) You don't want low blood pressure. Low blood pressure, what does that mean? It means my heart ain't moving? Seems healthy. It's like when you're too... Everybody always says no high blood pressure. This thing's saying I maybe have low blood pressure. Remember when you were uh, consuming all those nameless energy drinks and then uh, you're getting a little faint, a little lightheaded? That's low blood pressure. I was almost dead. That's low blood pressure? I almost passed out live on SmackDown five (laughs) times. That's why? Because I had low blood pressure? I thought it'd be the opposite. I mean, you remember the bang days. Oh, in the back of that box truck. Yeah. Dude, I almost passed out numerous times on TV. Mm Mm-hmm. I saw somebody faint on television, and everybody talks about how big of a deal it was. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm about five six. Faint. I'm I'm five six seconds away from about five six faints on TV because yeah. the amount of energy drinks that mm-hmm. I've drank in the past before doing things. Because we have this show normally during the entire day, then some meetings, then another couple hour program. And it's like, all right, let me just go ahead and hammer this really healthy energy drink. Yeah, They're delicious. And then I fucking sorry, I start yelling about something. I start getting real lightheaded. I'm like. Oh, I'm dying right now. And then I'd survive. Mm-hmm. And guess what I'm doing? Literally Put it on repeat yeah. next week. I got to do it. It took me a while to get Need more water. I want to go on record. I, I, Stevia, I believe, is healthier, but I didn't want to be in the on record watching you guys trying to pass these Zevia dues as Mountain Dew. No, we're trying to – it's an alternative for our keto lifestyle. Yeah, you know what? You guys just stay over there and have fun, you know, drinking your dues and being unhealthy. And I'm going to drink my fucking Zevia and live life. Okay? If you weren't so damn preachy about it, we wouldn't bother you. I, yeah, he's healthier than you are. I haven't pushed it on anyone till right now. Except for me. You've pushed it on me because you've put, we have been doing it. I've said try it. Quite a bit. I've said try it, but so, I'm not. I'm not you were yelling across. Fox, go try it. Foxy walked up to me with one in his hand. Hey, I'm going to try it. And you were happy because you're the introduced. Nice. I mean, when you see them in the fridge, they look so damn good. Well, they, they do, do look like a do or Sprite. Uh, exactly. And it is an alternative. It has nothing in it somehow. We're drinking a full 12-ounce can that is ice cold <laughs> with carbonation yeah. somehow has nothing in it. I was at Costco this weekend. Mm-hmm. First time, long time, long, long, long time. Yeah. Saturday morning. Ooh, bro, you remember peak hours? That's my wife is a member. Okay. Yeah, my wife is a member. Had show record going in. Peep. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Keep moving. Twenty degrees. Obviously very windy. So getting in and getting the cart was a problem. Is it always the way it was oh, on Saturday morning? Oh yeah. We had to hide in between aisles to just get some sort of breather. My wife and I on this swing, which was fantastic. This swing almost came home. Yeah. Almost took it right off the fucking floor there. But everywhere else, look at that bumper to bumper to bumper. Those people aren't with each other over there. Nope. Those people are two, three different groups. Your Achilles 
is one. Oh, what is that in there? Because I'm shopping and I don't know exactly where everything is in here. Away from getting blasted oh, yeah. from the person behind you. And it's your fault. Mm-hmm. It's not. Does Costco know that that is one of the most stressful, <laughs> uncomfortable shopping experiences of all time? I just, everybody was in a massive, I get it. I appreciate it. I respect it. I think people are in there every week for their restaurants and their homes and they got kids. So they know exactly what they're doing. But Jesus, I was, there was high anxiety while I was walking mm-hmm. through there. What was your thoughts on no bagging? I understand no bagging because a lot of shit's coming in bulk. Yeah, true. We did find a box though that was kind of just laying around. That's we grabbed it and were able to put it. stuff in there. I appreciate and respect what Costco is. I love it. I love the idea. I love the concept. I love everything that was in there. Bought a survival straw. What about that swing? Ooh. And then also got some other. Sh- I mean, there is a wide variety Good of things. There too. So much. Oh, yeah. Very soft clothes there. Had some good jeans, some good stretch. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Love everything about it. The experience, though, and I, I was told that that's Saturday morning at Costco every Saturday morning. Prime time. I'm not built for that. Mm-hmm. I was not built because I'm just I'm not here every week. So I'm just trying to look because there's fucking a thousand things. (laughs) And it's like there's somebody behind me like, how good do those TVs look when you walk in? I almost bought all of them. I actually called Zito. I'm like, yo, how much are we getting our, because I think I just found a hundred televisions. (laughs) Yeah, use these. Because we were told that it's hard to find these TVs right now. I'm like, I found them. I just found a bunch. Literally four feet into Costco, they're staring at me. And as I was looking at one of them, trying to read like thin bezel or whatever, I had a fucking car right I'm like, Oh, my God. This is from start all the way to finish. That happens. So congrats to Costco on having that many people in there. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance of Cooth in that place? There's no chance of Cooth at oh, Costco. No. no. Holy go. fuck. Just those hot dogs. Hot dogs. I did uh-huh. see those. They mm-hmm. gave us some uh, chicken. Sure. Handed samples out. Yeah, they had some. That's the problem. That's the weekend. Hey, they're middle exactly. of the mall workers, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're selling. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, have you tried the chicken marsala? The guy little- said from fucking the other room. I'm like, you talking? To me? I have tried <laughs> yeah. exactly. I have tried these. Those would be sold out by the end of the day. I'm like, this guy's selling me right now, like working me. And then there's other people doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then you keep pushing, almost fucking get hit by a cart. Yep. Keep pushing. Somebody's turning out of a lane with a kid in their cart. No thought. You have to stop because there's a kid in the cart. You have to like cut people off to get into the traffic. Oh yeah, it was banana. Thought I almost gave whiplash to a child. Yeah. I had to, and then I thought it was like a bumper to bumper thing that was about to happen. I was going through it in there. As I'm walking, one person's, excuse me, sir, have you put your card on auto renewal? We could do it right here for you, nice and easy, like with a smile, like selling. I'm like, hey, we can automatically take money out of your fucking account right here. Have a good time and do it. I'm like, how many people do they get to buy into the auto? They're working in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a full work. You go in there, it's a full work. And there is a system to it that I was not able to catch up. My wife's a dog in there, though. She's a fucking, she knew exactly where we're headed, Mm -hmm. how we're heading it. You got to push that cart a little bit. She told me, you got to get in there. I'm like, I'm not built for this. I'm not built for Costco, (laughs) but I appreciated what they were doing. In my eyes, just not an experience that I would like to do. The only sham I would think at the end when you show the receipt, they're not looking at it, but it's a long ass line. Our lady checked it. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. they scanned the receipt and then they scanned something in your cart normally yeah they checked oh, a couple I things the highlighter lady yeah highlighter thing was the thing they checked what was on the bottom because they assumed i guess that i would hide the shit on the bottom if i was trying to steal it they checked that pretty close lady was pretty efficient though but yeah you're right line on the way in line on the way out line the entire time shopping 
but a lot of good shit. Yeah. yeah. And if you're stealing Costco. something, you're taking a water out and you're putting it in the water bottle thing. But for your Achilles point, have did you see the video <laughs> of the uh, guy who oh, got yeah. bumped in the leg a few too many times? No, what happened? He picked up a cart and launched it. At, Hold on. That's what I asked tent. AQ. I literally asked AQ because I sent a text. I was like, boys, Costco is wild into that group text. And I assume you all read it as like understanding the type of human I am uh-huh. and what was probably happening. Yep. AQ goes, that's a Shipley's favorite store. <laughs> you know what he said in the group <laughs> yeah, text? He did. He did say yeah. that. And I go, have you ever fought a human or flipped a cart? Because that was my initial thought. Like, man, I could see how some people I know in here with how close these carts are onto your back, with the lack of consideration for any moment of pause to look for what you need, with some of the people that I had behind me, I could see some motherfuckers just being like, nope, not doing it. On a bad day? Boom. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you brake check somebody? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought about brake checking a couple people in there numerous times. Like, yo, come the fuck on, bro. Like, we are, you're not going to get to this thing faster if you give me a second and a half of space there. I would assume something. Is that what happened? A guy flipped a guy's cart? Yeah, uh, no, it was it was way more violent and way worse. Trying to find it. It's I, like one of the carts that Costco has that they're putting wide. Like a bunch of the shit on yeah. that is very heavy. And this fucking guy, I still have no idea how he do it. He just picks it up and throws it on top of this lady. Yeah, like, and she crumbles like a... Oh, oh right. my God. That's not good at all. But no. I, do, I do see how that could happen yeah. with what I was going mm-hmm. through. I saw some people get pissed off at some people. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I saw some people rushing to grab something when there was maybe a limited amount left. It was like the toilet paper at the beginning of the COVID. Ooh. I seen some people yep. fucking battling. I'm like, I'm not cut out. I don't think I'm meant for this. I just go get toilet paper somewhere else. Yeah, no thanks. They're doing it in there, though. Co- great deals. Yeah, Costco's great. Deals. Great deals. Mm-hmm. Can't look at them, though. Can't even think about it. Yeah, Saturday morning's a tough time because you get all the cheapskates who are going in there basically just eating all day mm-hmm. with the samples. You know, like, oh, what's this? And then oh. fucking making a laugh and, oh, what do you got here? You know, just doing that for hours. I, we hours used to do that at the mall all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We used to do that in mall in high school. That was Yep, been there. That was literal meal sometimes. What are we doing tonight? Mall? Samples? Bingo. Fucking mm-hmm. go. Just go yep. walk around the Monroeville Mall. Nobody does that anymore, Diggs, huh? Nobody walks around any malls. Anymore. I don't believe the Minerva Mall is what it used to be. Uh, the anybody walking around malls anymore? No. After COVID, no way. Oh, yeah. Is this what happened? Yeah, this is. They're this just... is on the way checking out. Look how close she is. Yeah. That's just like there's nobody behind her either. I don't even know how that happens. Watch this. She takes one little. Brace oh. yourself, Pat. <laughs> okay. Oh, you bumped me. Okay, that's that's about it. It's happened one too many times. How wide that cart is? Their carts are huge too. Simple pickup. What's up, lady? Boom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One too many times. Yeah. You catch a guy at the end of the trip. Is she okay? And guess what? Yeah, she's okay. She fucking she's took the right. last thing of fruit snacks, too. And he, <laughs> he remembered. He remembered. Yeah. What she did? She tapped him? Yeah, he yep. just got hit yeah, in the butt. Got, All right. Okay, All right. that was it. Oh, my God. I'm dude. about to leave this place, but. Obviously can't do this. Can't do it. <laughs> can't do this. She was going to pass him, too. All right, oh, this guy yeah. ain't even here. Oh, Boom! A guy behind her, like, whoa, man, I was running mine up on her Achilles. <laughs> oh, she's okay. Well, yeah. it's tough to say. He did pick her up afterwards, put her in the cart, and rolled her down the aisles. <laughs> she's joking. She's alive. I didn't see that. Is that an extended version? I didn't see it. Are you drinking your Zevia right there? Oh, oh nice. Yeah, I finished it. Good. That's your okay. last one. Good. <laughs> that makes sense, though, that that happened. I feel terrible for that woman, yeah. obviously, and you can't do that to anybody, let alone a man to a lady, how terrible that is. But, boy, I, I could see how situations like that would might, might occur there at Costco. Yeah. That's right. On your way out, too. I'd probably a long day. I'm sure that wasn't the first time that guy saw her. Oh, bro. 
there was a couple times where I'm like, Sam, is there a timeout like a <laughs> anywhere yeah. in this place? Yeah. It was exhausting almost. Mm-hmm. People breathing very loudly behind me. Yep. Not on purpose to like tell me to get out of the way, just how they breathe. <sighs> I'm like, oh my God. Stop. It's Mitt here. So somebody wearing a <laughs> Exactly. Is Mitt behind? Sound like Mitt was about to say something every four steps there for <laughs> yeah. like the frozen <laughs> aisle area. Sure. <sighs> Come the fuck on, bro. <laughs> yeah. What are we? I'm just trying to find some keto meat, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm looking around. I don't know where my Good shit meat. is. I have no idea. Where... And you pull off to the side, like it's the side of the road. No, you didn't. Nope. Because mm-hmm. how wide those things are, you have to keep moving. Like there's yeah. no... There's no real parking or safe space. That's how you get in a gridlock in there. It is an awesome selection of stuff, though. Yeah. And my wife kicks ass in there. So I'm very happy for her. She's got it all. I don't know you're going to see me ever back in one of those. Ever. What you about? experienced it? I did the Costco. Yeah. yeah. You get one of those. Great store. Mm-hmm. That would have been a place I would have been hanging out if I was a kid. And oh, I yeah. knew somebody that had sure. a member. I'd be in there. Yep. That'd be a hang. A lot of cool shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Camping Tons. supplies. Mm-hmm. Everything you need. Churros. TVs. Pergolas. There was a full fucking shed and pergola. I have my eye on that one. A lot of water. Dude, the wooden one right in the middle? Yes. Yeah, I was thinking about putting it up right out here. I'm like, I knocked on it a couple times. It was like steel. I'm like, okay. This thing's a real deal. Doesn't budge like that cart. Do I just get this thing? There was also these like really sturdy, um, like folding tables. Ooh. Metal, though. The whole thing metal. I don't know how they folded. I don't know how they fold it. Those things are probably a bitch hauling around. Sounds like everyone loses their finger trying to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Real thick, real heavy. They're like the most sturdy folding table and hmm. whatever. I'm like, how's that thing fold? I knocked on it. And it laid flat. There's a box underneath it, but I don't know how it got there. I don't know how. What an interesting place. Yeah. Interesting place. Saw a lot of it's humans in world. there. A lot of old, uh, a lot of old Colts fans. You know what I mean? A lot of old uh, Colts fans. Oh, sure. And it was nice to chat with them. What? I know what you mean. What? Those fucking fat lards we see rolling around Whoa. sometimes. I, I know. <sighs> Don't be disgusting, bro. <laughs> Look, I'm just. I'm Those just people putting... are in the zone. That's why they're not focusing on how they're breathing. I'm talking about people that are actual Colts fans in there. What do you. Yeah, I have. There's no reason image. for you to be. Uh... Hey, we went to a lot of Colts games. I, we've seen a lot of Colts fans. I have an image in my brain. God, Sorry. God. They God. happen to be too. All right, let's go to the phones. I did not mean that, what he meant. Okay. I do believe what I meant by the people breathing is like they weren't even paying attention that other humans were in there. Mm-hmm. They were just locked into a zone. Need to get three doors down on this freezer so that I can grab whatever pepperoni rolls sure. I oh, wanted to grab. Right. Ooh, pep rolls. It was tough, bro. Let's go back to the Five Energy phone line here. Let's go to Jack in North Carolina. Jack, what's going on, pal? Yo, what's up, boys? Hey, just hanging, Jack, talking about literally everything in life right yeah. now. What do you want to talk about, pal? Love it so much. I look forward to the show every day, whether I catch it live or recorded, well, even yeah. hammered down. Hell yeah, Jack. We appreciate the hell out of you, man. What do you want to talk about, brother? Well, it's my birthday, and I'm sitting here with a bit of a gag gift from my brother. He made me call in <laughs> uh, the Russell Wilson torpedo ball or whatever whoa, the hell whoa, it's called. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Happy birthday. Uh, That's not a gag gift. What are you talking uh, about? Fuck. <laughs> Thank you. Can't wait to zip this thing around. Yeah, there you go, Jack. It's not easy to play catch with, though, I will say. That's that's a throw-and-go-getter. Yeah, mm-hmm. wear gardener gloves. Calibrate it right. <laughs> Fetch. All right. I hear you. But got to say, being uh, from North Carolina, pumped about that feeling and dealing 
uh, coming to the Queen City because the Panthers <laughs> have been absolutely stinking it up. That a baby, Jack. Love that. Why don't you go play catch with Thielen a little bit, get those hands yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you, Jack. Happy birthday, pal. Let's go to Hannah in Iowa. Hannah, what's going on in Iowa? I think I got this one. No! Sounds like a baby. Hello? Hello? That was not Hannah. Okay, that was somebody else. Hannah, how are you doing? Hey, this is... Oh, my... I'm sorry. I'm playing Uno with my son. How are we doing? How are we doing? Are we reversing right now? What are we doing right now? Draw four. Uh, He gave me a plus one. But hi, I'm I'm Hannah from Iowa. Uh, This is my first time calling in, and I'm very surprised that I got you right away. I mean, I just tried you once, and boom. Hey, Hannah, we appreciate you calling. I'm definitely trying to go get a lottery ticket. Yeah, yeah, I'm Hannah from Iowa. Uh, I... My husband watches your show religiously, and um, in turns, I have watched your show for almost a year now, and huh. I just want to let you know that you guys are absolutely amazing. And, oh, Hannah. Hannah. You're amazing. Uh, oh, yeah. Can I, hey, Pat? Yeah. Hey, hey, my son has son, Sadia. Oh, what if he's a father? Oh, yeah. Pat, Pat. He said Pat. Max. Hey, okay. Hey. How old? How old's hey, the son? Max. How old's he's his... five? Hell yeah! Well, he's congratulations five. on the beautiful family. We appreciate you having uh, to watch and then appreciating. I guess after a certain amount of time, I believe that's called the uh, what's that? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. But we appreciate the hell out of you, Hannah. You're the best. And I appreciate you guys coming on almost every day and just bringing positive energy. Well, and it's a great way to start our day. And Thank you, guys. Hell yeah, so, Kaylin Clark gonna win. You. Hey, Kaylin Clark gonna win this thing for Iowa or what? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Five year old. Five year old Hannah. Be a good right. mom. Jesus. Yeah. All right, Hannah. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. That was cool. Thank you, Hannah yeah. from Iowa. You in Iowa? Classic. Iowa. Kay. Iowa get Stockholm. Yep. John Wayne Gacy. Oh, I forgot he was from there. Oh yeah. He wasn't. A f- his oh. captors weren't a fan of him. They were trying to stick yeah. around, Tony. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know, showing that chicken little's off. Yeah. They were dead. Mm-hmm. He is from Iowa, though. No, he's mm-hmm. not. What'd you say about Chicken Little? I think it was KFC. Yeah. It was KFC. Oh, yeah. He, created, he invented the KFC Chicken Little and yeah. then the Double Down. What city? Well, I don't know what city. I mean, Waterloo is where he... Whoa. You know, oh, that's a county? Oh, a city? What is Waterloo? No, it's a fucking city. It's, where are you from? I'm from Waterloo. Wow. Whoa! But I'm Wayne Gacy won Man of the Year there. Is that what you just said? He did. In Waterloo, what? Iowa? Because, hey, when you've never had a KFC before and then you get fucking Colonel's original recipe, you know what? You're going to be able to turn some heads. And then he moved to Des Plaines, Illinois, right by Zito's hometown. No, he killed a whole no, bunch no, of people. No, really? What? He didn't no, kill anybody no, in Waterloo. No. Went to jail, though. He did for being a you know sack of wine. But yeah, we caught that piece of shit. Not like Iowa people. No, I do believe we did catch him and sent him upstate to Animosa. And he built a golf course. <laughs> he did he in built, the jail. He built a golf course and they they let him out early. What? And that's Animosa. I'm not from Animosa, so yeah. But it all started. Start yeah. In Waterloo Iowa. origin story. Oh, yeah. By the way, for you keto guys, the double down is back. So. Yeah. Really? Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. You know I've been doing a lot of Boston Market. At night, rotis turkey chick. sub. Turkey. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing a turkey, turkey sub. sub and a lettuce wrap. Why not? <laughs> no, you're an idiot. Let's go to Lawrence in Marion, Indiana, on the Five Energy phone line. Lawrence, what's going on, pal? Hey, what's going on, Pat? This is Lawrence Owen, the guy that you. Oh know. shit! Um, oh shit! Really? Hey. I don't know if this is fake or not. I don't know if this is fake or not. True. No, this is not fake. 
Okay, shit. <laughs> Appreciate you calling in, man. What's going on, pal? I just wanted to call and verbally on your show thank you and all the guys for what you guys have done for me um, and helping get my uh, situation out. You and Brett Coleman did an amazing job of, of getting some exposure to that and helping me get everything paid and ready. Um, and it's just um, an amazing thing. It was uh, brought me to tears, dude. So I appreciate Damn. it a lot. Hey, Lawrence, we appreciate you too, man. Now, obviously a lot happened through the middle of all that, but I'm very mm -hmm. appreciative of the situation to get a chance to learn about you, meet you, chat with you. I did not know you were calling in here today, if this is actually you, but we want to let you know it sucks the situation you're going through, and we are incredibly lucky to be in a position to help, and all Colts fans appreciate your service to the Indianapolis Colts, brother. Absolutely, and to prove it's me, the last thing you said to me was the universe is coming around for you guys on the DM. That is what I... Uh... Hell yeah, happy the universe is coming around for you. Yep, that is exactly what I said. All right, Lawrence. Hey, man, great chatting with you. I'm sorry you're going through this. Sucks. Worst part of this life is whenever you have to lose somebody that you care yeah. about. For you to have money stresses on top of that, we're very lucky to help you, thankful to help you, and I'm happy I got a chance to meet you. Thank you, Lawrence. I appreciate the hell out of you, man. That was really cool. That hell was yeah. a great way to end the show, too. Yeah. Full circle. That circle. was him. That was the last thing. Hell yeah, I said. Happy awesome. the universe is coming around. Began the show chatting about a situation in which I was called a horrible human being last night by a lot of people because of a mistake that I made and blocking a human instead of muting them. That's 100% my fault. But a silver lining was found in the case in which we brought a lot of light to a situation in which a guy was battling through a lot of bullshit that life can throw at you every once in a while. I'm thankful that he called in. I'm thankful I got to know him. Appreciate him for serving the Colts community as much as he has. I've never met him before. Did not know him before this situation. Now I do. That's a plus. Hell yeah. That's Absolutely. a good thing. And it sucks what he's going through. Happy we could be a part alongside of a lot of other people. I'm making life a lot better. Before we get out of here on these incredible vibes, I mean, I think it's time for Boss Connor to attempt to win yeah. 20 people five hundred dollars. Had some people, you know, tweet me and say, hey, when will I be announced as a winner? Winner Wednesday. That's right. Is normally whenever everybody's announced winner. I believe since our deal with Cash App is no longer happening, uh, there is a little, we weren't able to pay. So yesterday, the deal with getting the money over whenever I texted it to the group, because I thought we had an immediate plug, was getting the money to through Cash App. So we had to go through PayPal. There's now a GoFundMe for Lawrence to kind of be able to live his life without any financial stresses going through this incredibly difficult time of losing his father and everything else that could come alongside of that. So whenever you're announced winner, just know that we will reach out to you and you are certainly getting your money. But I think there's something going on with Cash App right now where it's not making it as easy to send money over. Hopefully that'll get fixed in the next couple of days. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, it's not us. We're not coding it. No, 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 no. It is hard to give money away to people too. It is. That's why our Cash App deal is so awesome. But now we're open. Venmo, yeah, we'll PayPal. Venmo, can you maybe? Venmo, Venmo PayPal. Venmo. Cash App again. Yeah. You know, Apple hey, Cash. I don't have pay. IPhone. Yeah, Apple Good. Pay. Banks are affecting them. Yeah, might be the case. Could be. Shoot, could be the case. So maybe we'll just do 15 merchants here today so we don't have to worry about the potential. Is that what's going on, huh? Is that why? It'd be an easy excuse for any of these. Let me go to the For You tab and see. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff there too. Yeah, you're about to see four guys get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, right. Might see a video of a guy finding out his wife cheated on him. I mean, that for you page is just like abysmally it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it is. Hey, you want to feel like shit? Go check out the for <laughs> you page. Jesus Christ. Anyway, you so talk about the video in the car in the parking lot. 
in the, the drive-through? I don't know about that one. I don't. Oh. You saw that one, I guess. Oh, That's yeah. one you saw. This one was plugged to a fight. It was a thread mm-hmm. to a fight. Big fight thread with this one right underneath it on the for you. Both of them. One full scroll is this account. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, gotta see this whole thing. What are you talking about? Uh, the old buddy found his uh, lady cheating on him in the car in the act. With the food they just ordered sitting right there waiting for afterwards. It was a whole thing. Jeez, poor guy. Where they order it from? Good question. I'm not sure what the restaurant was. It looked like some chicken, maybe. Oh. Don't search Cash App on Twitter. <laughs> What's going on? What like search my see? name on Twitter right now when everybody's just crushing it? No, 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 no. <laughs> what did you see? What happened? <laughs> what did you see? I don't want to say what happened. <laughs> what you see? You saw somebody get beat up? No. It was bad? No. Would you, uh, what happened? I know what it was. You definitely searched Cash App and there was some sort of dongs all over the place. Dong? Cash App dongs out there? Some woman was squirting milk out of her butt. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. So that was a milk. You don't have any answers, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again. All right, we'll do 15 merches. 15 we merches so we don't have to worry about that Cash App. And we'll have it figured out by Wednesday, I do yep. believe. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they will. Um, it's not on our end. We will say, that money's in escrow. That's right. Just like uh, <laughs> that money is currently being held in the middle of giving. That is crazy to think about. Yeah. What if that is a thing? Could be it. <whistles> not good. It was burritos, by the way. They were they were having sex in the car. There was this <laughs> bag of burritos. It had to smell amazing. <laughs> that guy. What was the video? Where was the video? Who was, what was the video? Gumpy sent it to me. I don't think we can run it. No, no, no. Obviously. (laughs) I do not want to run the for you page, but is this like a, I don't, how's the video make it? What what type of iPhone dash cam? What are we talking? That's what I'm saying. Like, how do we get here? No, the guy, the guy whose girlfriend it was runs up to the car and he's got his iPhone and he's filming while talking to them finding out that she's cheating on him while she's sitting on the other guy's penis, basically. And that video Jesus. made its way onto the internet oh, publicly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Ow. God. That's some sort of law, I assume, that I think there's a whole thing for that. Yeah. That's what the For You page is? That, that's what it's becoming. Mm-hmm. Need to change it. Need, uh, can't be having this happen. Well, it could have been like an ad for Taco Bell or something. Burritos, True. you know, you never know. Crunchwrap Supremes are a real deal. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get uh, let's do a 15 much. I'm not even going to let you. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm not Fair even going to let you take a swing. Yeah, yeah. I saw you. <laughs> All right. I saw you getting ready to gear up there. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing? You're doing a basketball shot? How many of them? Three. Okay, three of them. Mine, not including bonus balls. Not including bonus balls. So if you get a, a favorable rebound. Yes. You will take a bonus ball. Yeah. And if you make it, 15 people win free merches from store.patmagvishow.com. Boston Kana. Right. What part of Mass? Uh, North Shore. Right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. That would have been real smooth. Hey, that was a great shot. It looks good, yeah. Yeah, it looks very, very good. Boston Kana for 15 merches. Got it. Oh. oh. Wow. It always hits that sign. It's not a bonus yeah. ball. That was a broken sign. Doesn't matter. Oh, oh bonus ball, bonus ball. ball. You're running to grab it. I mean, you're running to grab it. It was on its way back. There's another one. Oh, you kind of Slow fucked that up. Ball. Slow yeah. bonus ball. Boston Connor for 15 merches. Man, oh. you've been right on it. No. <laughs> that ball did roll towards you. It did. Ladies and gentlemen, if Boston Connor can drain this shot 
15 people. We'll win merch from store.patmcafeeshow.com. We normally give away money, but for some reason, Cash App is currently holding a lot of our money in escrow, not being able to transfer it to the winners from last week. It'll hopefully get all fixed. But until then, 15 merch is on the line. If the hero, the legend, Boston Connor can bury a bucket. Oh, oh, shit. Best attempt right there. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. A.J. Hawk will be back. I believe he's off vacation. It'll be great to chat with him. A lot has happened. We'll continue to update everybody going on uh, with what's going on signing-wise from the NFL. Big thanks to Rap for joining us. Big thanks to Adam Thielen for joining us. Shout-out to Lamar Jackson dropping a video this week at Lamar Jackson Entertainment I-775 <laughs> YouTube. Congrats to Laramie Tunzel. Congrats to Brandon Cooks getting traded to the Dallas Cowboys. Congrats to the Commanders allegedly going up for sale mm-hmm. and Dan Snyder no longer being your owner. And congratulations to five our energy continuing to be the greatest energy shot in the history of energy. Hell, Hell yeah. Bud Light's delicious. SeaGeek is awesome. FanDuel is a great place to gamble right now for March Madness. Hell yeah. And we'll see you tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. I was getting slaughtered on the internet this weekend, taking it on the shins. As somebody who lives on the internet and doesn't have a team of people that run their internet, I am very much dialed in with the internet. I have to be for this program. I have to know what's going on, how it's going on, what's happening, what pisses everybody off. I'd like to say I apologize for bringing any negativity to anybody's life. That is not what we're trying to be here. We are just trying to be an outlet for optimism, hope, and positivity. We're a unifier. I think by trait we'll continue to do that all off season, which continues tomorrow. Be a friend, tell a friend something something nice. Goodbye.